0: All right, it's another Tuesday, although today it is Valentine's Day. So, you know, pre- hopefully you got to tell, you know, the ones you love, happy Valentine's Day. But, you know, what we do every Tuesday is another edition of the Big Three podcast. Oh, I got someone jumping in real quick. Let's see. Yeah, hey, what's going on, Coach Dante? All right, coach. And Gina, appreciate you tuning in as well. But, um, yeah, so another big three uh, edition, you know, Jordan will be here in a few moments, but I got Jake and Dylan with me. So before we get into anything, how you guys doing?
1: I'm doing great. It's been a wonderful couple of days off. The Super Bowl, uh, which we'll talk about in detail, was honestly one of the best I've watched in in years. It's been a long time since I've had that much enjoyment out of it and looking forward to the week in the podcast.
2: Yeah, agreed. I mean it was very eventful from the trade deadline. Um you had the Super Bowl, then you had a big UFC event for me personally. It was a lot, there's a lot going on. So yeah, it was very eventful and excited to talk about all of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. How about well, you, yeah, Kyle? Like How about you, Kyle? No, I'm good. I'm good. You know, like like Jake said, I thought the Super Bowl was really enjoyable. You know, for my team not being in it, I kind of just sit back, not really be too invested, but I thought, you know, for the back and forth, you know, the comeback and all that, we throw halftime into it as well. I thought it was an enjoyable night. So uh, we'll definitely get into that later on. But, you know, some people might forget, we also had a trade deadline in the NBA, which is where we're going to start, you know, before we get into the Super Bowl and all that. And just like the Super Bowl, trade deadline was kind of exciting as well you know we've had several years where it's kind of been built up as a deadline where we might see a lot of moves and then nothing happens well this one you know a bunch of players got moved it seemed like second round picks all of a sudden turned into first round picks cuz everybody was dealing them away and you know we saw big names get moved we saw minor deals from teams basically every team was involved except like maybe one or two but um you know looking at the trades that we did have, which I will pull up, I guess, some of them as we're talking about them.
2: All of our teams made trades, it seems like, including Jordan, when you when you say that. Celtic, yeah, you, you made true. a minor trade. You made a minor trade. The yes, Jazz made yes. some trades. Uh, yeah. The Hawks made a pretty, I would say, a decent-sized trade. And then uh, the Lakers had their big trade as well, too. Yeah, Big couple trades.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it was like a good opportunity for teams to, you know, try to work out something because, a lot of teams are ready to deal off pieces. It was just whether or not, like I said before, you had second round picks to throw in there. <laughs> I I never knew second round picks were this valuable, where teams are trading four and five of them. You know, normally yeah. it's, you try to get a first, maybe you get like one second out of it, but. I don't know the second round picks are all of a sudden
2: crazy. It seems like first round picks were going very heavily in that uh the tra- the off season before this season for like in the Rudy Gobert trade, the Donovan Mitchell trade. Right. Like, nope, we're doing seconds now. That's no, all seconds. <laughs> it's all the Rudy second.
1: Gobert trade destroyed the the market value of first round picks for what you should get for a superstar. As much as I love Rudy Gobert and I love what we got for him, mm-hmm. it completely jacked up the trade market. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So. I mean, I'm sure the the first trade that we'll probably talk about is was well, probably the first big name trade was the Kyrie Irving deal. So, you know, Kyrie Irving in that one, he goes out to Dallas to pair up with um, Luca. The Nets did get a pretty decent haul, I would say, in terms of they got back pieces that are at least workable. You know it's always tough when you're dealing with a player of a Kyrie, and oh, actually, hold on. What's
1: going doing, on, Jordan? Man? Hey, Jordan. Yeah.
0: What's
3: what's going on, man? What's going on, y'all?
0: Nothing much, nothing much. We're hope, just, hope everyone just, had a
3: safe and um, you know, wherever y'all are at for the Super Bowl. Um, if y'all at home, at a party or whatever, at a bar. Hope y'all were safe. Hope y'all were safe. You know, enjoying it. Mhm. Yeah. How y'all absolutely. doing, man? Did I miss anything or just? We're just no, we're we're
0: we're just about to get into the uh, trade deadline. Oh, uh, yeah. for the NFL? No, NBA, NBA man. Oh, oh yeah. and- I know because with the Super Bowl and everything, NBA trade deadline almost. Oh, oh, one. oh, true, true. But um, the first deal we'll talk about, so let me pull this up. So the Brooklyn Dallas deal, like I said, Kyrie Irving, Markeith Morris going to Dallas, Dinwiddie, Dorian Smith. To Brooklyn, mm-hmm. along with draft picks, like we said, draft picks were were definitely on the table for a lot of these deals. So, looking at this trade, like, what are your thoughts in terms of Irving and Luca playing together? We'll start with that aspect of it.
3: I mean, did you see last night's end of the game? That's how it's going to be looking like. Um, like, who's gonna? Well, I don't know because. Um, like, you know, we saw Kyrie pass to Luca, and Luca passes to Kyrie, Kyrie pass to Luca. Like, then they didn't know who to take the final shot. I mean, but I, I mean, that means, like, I run on social media that, like, that means that, like, that means they're trusting each other with finding the shot. It's just like, yo, is Kyrie gonna take the last shot? Is Luca gonna take, gonna take the last shot? So, um, personally, I, Kyrie, they're both ball dominant players. Um, like we said, we, we, we have to get used to, to playing off-ball a lot because Kyrie going to have the ball because he's the, the point guard. Um So i say it's a rental for this year, and then he's going to go somewhere else, Kyrie. Um, But if they can somehow make it deep into the playoffs, would that do well? But they don't have uh, like a pure big man. They got Christian Wood. That's it, really. Uh, Finney Smith was like that stretch big. Um that can shoot and you know defend well and get rebounds, but now he's on Brooklyn now. So anybody was that reliable backup or starter. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a good trade, I guess, for now. Um, Kyrie, I guess, wanted out at Brooklyn. He, the, cool, the fun thing was he wanted to go to LA, but Joe just I blocked the trade.
0: As, I, I guess I still should. prefer what they got from Dallas over LA, to be honest.
1: Really? Because yeah. even with even with the Kevin Durant trade, because well, now c-
0: that that c- is a that's a good point. Because
1: yeah, c- c- because my point is, when this trade happened, and I think we talked a little bit about it on Tuesday. Hey, what's up, Key? Good, uh, key. We said okay, this trade makes sense. Where they got players, they got Finney Smith, who. He's a good player. He's he's not a superstar, but he's a good role player, right? He could shoot the three. He's a great defender. They got Dinwiddie, who's a good but not great point guard. Like, And they have a draft pick. I think it was in 29. So they have a little bit there. And it made sense for the Nets to be like, okay, Durant, stick with us. We're going to be fine. Give us a year to kind of retool. And in the summer, we'll hit it hard. And then four days later, they trade Kevin Durant for all these draft picks to Phoenix. And it feels like if, if the nets were just going to blow it up, the Lakers package to me is way more valuable where you could get 27 and 29's first round draft pick from the Lakers. You get those and you can just, you can use those trades like we talked about last week to get another superstar to re to jumpstart that rebuild. Now they're in like, they have some good players and Finney Smith. Like I, I love for Dorian Finney Smith. But they don't have the draft capital they could they could have had. It felt like it was like a, a decision where they made the trade and then maybe Kevin Durant really wanted out. Like he really stuck his foot and said, Hey, get get me out of here because I'm not I'm not sticking around for this.
2: Um yeah, I kind of agree with that. Um it's a little bit interesting because looking at that Kevin Durant trade now, seeing the picks they did get, because they got like a 23, 25, 27, 29 picks from uh, Phoenix. And looking Also with that, they got Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson, who could be decent players. I mean, Cam Johnson has been very hit or miss. You know, he's had spurts where he's been a very good player and has looked like he was worth the pick that he was. And then he's had spurts where he's kind of just, you know, been cold, hasn't really been a great player. And then Mikael Bridges is kind of in the same, you know, like, if you get him on a get him on the court with uh, some good players, you know people who can score the ball, he looks exceptional. But when you kind of put it in his hands and rely on him, he tends to struggle. So it's interesting. They have good pieces who could be very valuable, and having those picks seem a little bit decent. But I have to agree with Jake. If you plan on blowing it up, like you just have more of those picks added on with Cam Johnson and Mikal Bridges now, like. You could have just done more with that if you wanted to build a trade let's say both those guys become really good players and you just your piece away you know trade for a Pascal Siakam if he's available trade for someone like that make the team interesting but we'll see it's interesting I'm not sure where Dinwiddie and Finney Smith fit in this timeline it makes it a little more interesting especially after this Durant trade like Finney Smith seems like one of those guys he's going to get traded in the offseason or next trade deadline to like a team looking for like that veteran defensive piece that they need to get over the hump and win an NBA championship. And Dinwiddie might be the same for a team. It's, going to be interesting where Brooklyn goes from here because they do have a good amount of picks and they have some young pieces. You know, Cam Thomas has been very good. Um, They'll still be able to try to trade Seth Curry, Royce O'Neal. They'll still have other veteran pieces they can trade for younger players or picks if it comes down to it. So Brooklyn's going to be interesting, especially with their young pieces, how they progress. Like if Cam Thomas hits or Bridges hits or Johnson hits or all three of them hit, like it's going to look really good, but also at the same time, like a lot of hope. And I don't know what their direction is, but it'll be very interesting.
1: Yeah, and Bridges is a great player. Like he's absolutely fantastic, but the pieces that they have are these players that would be awesome to have around a superstar, which they just shipped out. They just got rid of. Yeah. And and that's the hard part for the Nets, is especially when you look at what they should have been with Harden, Kyrie, and Kevin Durant to now this is what you have when you had all three guys on your roster, and this is this is the draft capital you have this these are the players you have there's no blue chip player there's no home run stud there's no picks that are going to be like awesome because the the Suns are going to be good for a while like they're going to be good those draft picks aren't going to be great it it just kind of it's kind of a bummer like you said dylan they're in an interesting spot where it's like where where did they really go they're i don't want to say they're like they're not trying to read, like they are they can't make up their mind, but they're just kind of in the middle. And I don't know if that's the right decision because then you could end up being in that that purgatory of where like the Bucks were forever ago or the Hawks were for years where you're in like the eighth to sixth seed window and you just, you can't get better and you can't
2: get worse. Like it's crazy that yeah, this yeah, Nets yeah. team is so probably really going to make fun. the playoffs too. And they're good, they're <laughs> yeah. in a pretty good position to make yep. the playoffs. Like, I mean, I'm down to see them lose to the 76ers and five. You
3: know. And then they look got the whole the whole Ben Simmons contract, so that contract's untradeable. Yeah, you can't do anything
2: with that.
1: No one wants him. But for but for the Mavericks, like this trade made a whole lot whole lot more sense before Kevin Durant got traded to the Suns because the West was super wide open. We've talked about it every episode on this podcast that I've been here. The West is wide open. And do I love Kyrie? No. Do I trust him? No. Is he a really good player? Yes. Can he have moments where he's fantastic? Absolutely. But Kyle knows this better than any of the three of us. Like sometimes you just don't want him on your team. Sometimes you feel like you play better when he's not on your team because of all the the baggage that comes with it. And we're, we're I guarantee we're going to have these moments and Jordan kind of alluded to it where everyone on social media is going to blow up when we see Luca and Kyrie have these interactions and it's going to be oh man, they combined to go for 84 points. Who's going to stop a most talented uh, guard pairing in league history? And then two weeks later, Kyrie's going to say something stupid, and the team's going to fall apart because they can't play defense. Like we're we're going to go through these highs and lows with them. I I, I don't gamble, but I'm if I was, I'd put a bet that there's going to be a roller coaster with Kyrie on this trip. But it made it made sense because we're going anywhere. And this is their one chance to try and get in there. But the KD trade just kind of overshadowed everything.
3: See, I thought Brooklyn was going to, you know, keep Durant and like kind of build around like him and Cam Thomas, because Cam is pretty proven that like he can, he is that piece like, that they can build around because he's at like 40 here, 40 here the next night and then 30 something the next night. So, but I was kind of surprised that, you know, he, uh, Brooklyn kind of like, let Durant go, but um cause I mean, the, because Durant was still under contract, so um, they chose to trade him. So Jordan, Cam Johnson isn't Jordan Not, Not Cam, John, I mean Cam
0: Thompson, or yeah, Cam, Cam Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. So I think what happened here was Joe and Brooklyn made the Kyrie deal, hoping that the pieces they got back Durant would be somewhat enthusiastic to play with. Because we basically wait, we wait, wait. Pause, Alex.
3: pause, Kyle. Pause, Kyle. Freddie, bro, don't come at me, brother. Like I do, I knew Cam, I knew Cam Thomas before. I knew who he was, but Kyrie was the point guard at the time. I, I, I knew who
0: he was. So come on, brother. I mean, if Freddie is trying to say, a lot of people probably forgot about Cam Thomas because Cam yeah, Thomas was like, playing last year, and then it seemed like he fell completely out of favor. So I th- I feel like like that's I think people
2: forget like he crazy. he led he led like the lead the led college as a scorer as a freshman yeah. like he had the scoring title like Pretty. people forget that yeah yeah,
0: yeah so I remember I when they... oh go ahead yeah go, go ahead go. Go.
2: no I'm gonna say
3: I, no I mean I'm mean to call you I was saying that like cause like sorry I I don't know Cam I was gonna to say cause he um uh, Cam Thomas like when Kyrie was. Having his issues and stuff off court, yep. Cam stepped in, and then I guess when Kyrie got his shit together, like he was a- a- on the bench again. So, come on, Freddie, I ain't skip. Yeah, I te- skip. I'm Big J, <laughs> I'm Big like, J with a cavalry J, man.
0: <laughs> but that's like kind of the crazy thing about it is Cam Thomas played well when Kyrie wasn't there. But then Kyrie came back, and it's like they couldn't find any minutes for him, which I thought was kind of wild to think about. Because there's plenty of times where you saw Brooklyn play. It was just Durant trying to do everything himself with Kyrie somewhat chipping in. But then people would always be like, well, who's the third guy who can score for them? Cam Thomas was probably the most talented guy on that team offensively outside of those two. But they just never played him. So I do think he benefits probably the most from the Kyrie deal, oh, for yeah. sure.
2: Oh, yeah. For so sure. He's, I'm sure he's loving like, it. I imagine he probably would have been a little more happier keeping Kevin Durant, you know, having someone for else sure, to yeah. kind of pick up that slack. But, you know, it's definitely the spotlight's kind of on him, you know. There's not really a big predominant scorer there outside of Cam Thomas there, you know, who's going to be that main point scorer. You could say Dinwiddie, but, uh. Eh and it's it's going to be interesting where what they do with Cam Thomas it looks like they're still playing him off the bench which is a little interesting i would say start the man like
1: it, what do you it have it is to interesting lose? like you look at his point his scoring totals his last five games it goes 47 43 and then it drops to 20 14 and 7 and his minutes just drop along with it if if i'm the nets i'm trying to see what i develop this dude get him some shine this you're you're not going to win this year like let this guy develop into something that that can be there uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, exactly. I don't know, man. He seems like great a, a good player that everyone wants, and then he's traded uh, every off season. So I don't know. I, I'd rather see what <laughs> I, I can see with Cam I mean, I like Spencer.
0: Yeah, he, he
1: he he's he he's nice, but Cam
3: is is that young piece I can take and put around like like early twenties.
0: I don't know. if Cam's a piece you build around. Kim. He's your... a he's
2: a piece that would be like a good two or three on a championship team. He's like that. Score out you you want. Him. That'd get some good money. You
3: just heard. We just heard Jake say forty-seven here, forty here, thirty here, forty-five yeah, here. But
2: like you, that's you not going to be average, You know. You see, yeah. Damian Lillard get forty here, fifty here, sixty here, but he's still not doing that every night. He's First of all, Freddie, it's won't points.
3: not
1: want. Come on, learn your English, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> so, gosh, I'm I mean, just saying for the Nets, if, if I'm the Nets, I just want to give a little more shine to Cam because everybody knows what Spencer is. He's been in the league forever. Mm-hmm. Let's let Cam see what he can do, improve on the court because this is all for next year. Let's get Cam ready for next year. Let's see what we have for next year. Because this year, this year's a, a wash. He's not a and good guy. They, they kind of have a be. lot of
0: twos and threes on this team, so they do have to figure out. <laughs> what their direction is, because there's going to be teams that will call them in the offseason for some of these guys, and they have to be ready to move the right ones. So, you know, Brooklyn's in an interesting spot. You know, like you guys said, obviously they're not a top three seed in the East. And, I mean, yes, Freddie, that's kind of what I'm saying. He is a good role player, but it should be a situation where now all of a sudden they can't find minutes for him. Because it's not like you're not like Brooklyn's a team that is top two, and no, they're not winning. You know, has they're right, and they have like both players on the team. So Thomas is like trying to fight for minutes. I think there's enough minutes to go around oh. to get Cam Thomas on nah, the court you, with the, these even
2: even if you have players like on that roster like that you want to give minutes to. Do you do you really want to give them more minutes than Cam Thomas? Your what early twenty year old guard who's Dropped like 20, dropped 40 points in like three of his last five games. Like, I don't know. That just seems a little absurd to me. Like, Yeah. Just he see shined what without the best, one of your best offensive scorers there. And you don't think, hey, maybe let's throw him into more of an offensive role and kind of let him take over this offense. He seems to be doing good at that. You're like, nah, let's cut his minutes. Like, we can't have that. Like, he, he, you're not at the point where you can get Wenbanyama. Don't tank.
0: Right. So, brook. I mean, so Freddie said Brooklyn could be a scary team these. I mean, you want to put, you want
1: to put money
2: on that, Freddie? <laughs> well, okay. So, well, in a sense, I, well, I, depend I think on that matches. could be true. <laughs> I think that could be true because when you have someone like Bridges' defense and you can have great offensive scorers, Cam J- Cam Johnson, when he's good, when he's playing great, he's a good offensive player. Then um, if you get Cam Thomas to kind of progress very well, you know, and not saying S- that would be a, any sort of a big three by any means. But it would be definitely Smith. very interesting. Finney Smith would be good, but I think he'd probably be traded before the Nets are good enough yeah. with that roster. He's that, he's that stretch big, man. Like Classic can't really shoot the three like that. You have Claxton there too, who's gonna be arguably a defensive I mean, player your for your candidate for the upcoming years. Like finish. this 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 team could be like a very like gritty type of team that like definitely plays like good defense. They just need to get a lot more scoring.
3: <laughs> Freddie's uh knocking your hawks, man. Dylan.
0: Well, I think Freddie's just talking about, you know, those teams like Hawks, if you want to throw like the Knicks in there, where mm-hmm. it's teams where it's not like if they went up against Brooklyn, you'd be like, oh, that's a definite sweep or five game, you know, series like that. It'd be interesting. They, could, Brooklyn Brooklyn take one of those teams, could Brooklyn take one of those teams to seven games? Why yeah. not?
2: Because if you look so. at them, they're, I feel, they're I not feel like, I feel like if different. Brooklyn comes in as like a six or seven seed, maybe they get to the play and win or whatever the case is. like, There'd be some. There'd be some teams that would play yeah. pretty rough. Like I feel like you know you kind of they're young. They'll probably be a little more energetic than some of these older veteran-ish teams. Like it'd be interesting to see them play the Heat. I I would might give Brooklyn a couple of those games.
0: Yeah, Brooklyn's gonna beat you with. They're gonna have to do with depth. It's gonna have to be like five six guys averaging around like low twenties or around twenty-ish. That they're gonna have to beat you that way. They're not gonna have you know, the two guys that average like 30, 32, the rest of the guys are like mid teams. They're going to have to spread the wealth out. And Jock Vaughn's got to figure out a rotation for this team because it does look like they probably, maybe they will be like a six seed or something. All right, Freddie, you know, I'm not scared of them. That's definite. I wasn't scared of them with Katie and Kyrie. No. Um, Would they make it interesting? I mean, I wouldn't say the Celtics would sweep them. I think Brooklyn probably yeah, He said gentlemen sweep.
2: I'll take my team in five. Yeah. Yeah, gentlemen I mean, sweep. I'd
0: see that. I mean, Brooklyn does have pieces. I think what Josai did, i the talking about the Bucs. Oh, no. The wrong one. I'm, I'm the Celtics guy.
1: No, the Giannis Bucks, would just uh, destroy them. I don't. I don't see it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Giannis Bridges matchup doesn't look too good, or Giannis Cam Johnson matchup don't look too good. Jake Crowder. I...
3: Huh.
1: Huh. He also hasn't I, played basketball gets... since the summer, yeah. so I mean, he's it's it's a move for April and May. It's definitely not a move for for now, for sure. It was a good move. I think they gave away five second round picks. Like they just yeah. kind of threw a bunch out there. I take it when, when he was on the – he's been on a million teams. When he was on the Jazz, he was a good energy guy. He could start off a game four for four from three and end the game four for 12 from three. Like you just – you never knew what you're going to get. I mean – He was super high, super low, but but yeah, no. He, you still like, have
3: Philly in the middle, like with Joe and B. Um,
0: Philly, ha- Philly has to prove it to me in the playoffs, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, but still you can't count them I've out either. the story game, with man. them and. In- they but no, no, night.
3: I mean, no, no, I, I'm not arguing with that. I'm just saying, like, that's a team that you can't sleep on, too. Like, that's going true. into yeah. the playoffs, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, Embiid, you know, uh, everyone's talking about Jokic possibly get MVP again, um, Embiid's, you know, um, has, has a chip on his shoulder, so Look out for Philly, um, but then again, he's like, they gotta had, prove they gotta prove he's in the playoffs a chip on his so.
0: shoulder. For years, and he's still coming up short. We're still playoffs.
2: trusting that process. <laughs>
0: Bucks in the. <laughs> All right. So, Freddie was talking about if I'm scared, Celtics, Bucks tonight. Celtics have a few guys out, but. Isn't I'm it like everybody not out worried. for you
1: guys? Like everyone's out? Pretty
0: much. <laughs> like, no.
1: Peyton <laughs> Pritchard
2: season. Yeah. Like, I see a lot of Pritchard, no one's, see a lot of not, Derek White. Yeah. Yep. You know. Who's been playing very pretty well the last couple you of years? Robert Williams years? is heard
0: again? Robert Williams is more about maintenance at this point. No point in pushing him in the regular season to not have him available. How old is that
1: 25? He's save him
3: for men. Yeah, that's all you got to do. He's coming he off Had some a lingering injury.
0: Yeah.
3: I know. But, but, but did you want to get base. him like get him ready for the playoffs? Like yeah, what did he get what he mean, yeah. you get yeah, for the playoffs?
2: You want to do that but you don't want to get him hurt.
1: It's Valentine's Day. Like it's it's early. Like these games no, they matter, man, but he, they don't. What matters team, is April we. and May. Like these hey, are gonna Freddy, be I said, different. I said
3: Gene, I said Gene's team don't sleep on the team. Like, I'm not talking bad about it. All right,
0: like, whatever, Freddie.
3: Mean, how about you get on the show, yeah,
0: man? Don't worry about Freddie. Freddie knows what He
1: he's just doing. added some fun commentary. That's what we like on the show. No, yeah, like we like to interact with our audience. <laughs> he just he's just prying a poke and poke He's like, hey, watch this. Make it entertaining. <laughs>
0: I mean, Gene will be Gene will be honest about the Sixers too. He understands because you know Sixers Sixers fans aren't exactly loving Doc Rivers these days anyway. You still got to deal with him in a playoff series, whether he can I wouldn't, I wouldn't make trust adjustments him. or anything like that. And I'm sure if Gene came in the comments, he'd say the same thing. But let's look at another deal. This one, let's do it close to Jordan's heart. Oh, Lakers I thought we had.
3: I thought we had the Suns. You skipped the Durant. Well, we've not we we
0: talked about that one. With Uh, we we worked that into the whole Nets talk. uh, Um, Lakers finally get off of the Russell Westbrook experience. They bring back D'Angelo Russell, who's the key for them. They also got Jared Vanderbilt. mm -hmm. Good, you know, combo forward center. He's you know youthful, which is something the Lakers definitely needed. Uh, Timberwolves get Conley to replace D'Angelo Russell. You know, maybe he can kind of, you know, put Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, Go Bear, figure out how to make that work. The Jazz, we knew Danny Ames wasn't going to sit out this trade deadline, yep. so he gets Westbrook, who will get bought out, and we'll talk about where we could possibly see him going. They get Toscano, Anderson, Damian Jones, and 2027 first round pick. So, and Timberwolves got picks as well. Now looking at this, who do you have as the winner of the three team deal? Let's start with Jake on this one.
1: Oh man, um, it, it it's tough. I think all the teams got some stuff that they wanted. The Jazz, they got a first round pick, they got a coveted first round pick uh, that I wouldn't be surprised if Ainge is using in a trade in 2 years because yeah there will be 20, 25, and he can use it with all the other bevy of picks that they have. They definitely won. Losing, um, Mike Conley sucks. Like, I was stoked when he got there. It didn't quite live up to what we wanted to do, but he's a good player. The Lakers, I don't love the trade, and it's mostly because I don't love D'Angelo Russell. I, I feel like for, for D'Angelo Russell, there are certain players that are uh, good stats, bad team kind of guys, guys mm-hmm. that on, you know, if you're playing 2K, you're like, oh man, this guy's putting up 22 and eight as a point guard. I want him on my team. But in real life, it's like, oh, well, he doesn't actually help his team win. And I feel that's kind of what D-Low is. Like he's been, he didn't work with the Warriors, didn't really work with Minnesota, didn't work with the Lakers the first time. He could score like he's a good three-point shooter, which the Lakers do need but he's not a good defender and the net rating when he's on the, on the court with the Minnesota Timberwolves was like negative 1.9. And when, or when he's on it, it's negative 1.9. When he's off, it's like plus five. So they're the Timberwolves aren't doing great with him. I I don't know if the Lakers, if it helps him a ton, Vanderbilt's great. He's a really good rebounder. He's a good defender, good rim protector, which they need. Uh, Kessler just made him, Kind of redundant with the Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. Like I don't love the trade, but it's not the worst trade. It, it's like a B for the Lakers. It definitely improves the team, but is it what they need to to be a contender? Even before the Kevin Durant trade, I don't think so. And and for Minnesota's sake, just for any Timberwolves fans, Conley worked really well with Rudy Gobert. It took him like a, a season to actually get into a good groove with Rudy, but he found a good way to do like the alley oops to him to uh work the pick and roll which you know rudy's going to send a million screens so that should help them but really i think the jazz got the best out of this i don't want to sound like a homer but that first round pick that 27 pick is is going to be gold and i think danny age is going to flip it for something really good in the future all
0: right uh dylan what are your thoughts on the three team
2: um, it, it was a very interesting trade. Um, it, this, all the whole D'Angelo Russell news kind of came like pretty fast. It was like, Hey, this three team trade is like, it might happen, you know, teams are talking and then it's like, boom, this team, this trade's done. Like D'Angelo Russell, all this stuff is happening. So it's, it's very interesting. Um, everything Jake said about D'Angelo Russell is pretty spot on um it's gonna be interesting to see how he fits i mean the only place where it seemed like he was kind of blossoming into a good point guard was when he was on the nets and we kind of saw it a different side of him because he was kind of like the lead guy there on that nets team because they weren't really the greatest um overall it's going to be very interesting um d'angelo russell is the type of guy that is a very ball dominant type of dude he's not super great off ball he has a lot of um defensive struggles as well he's a very inconsistent dude he's someone who will get like 17 in a row for you one game and just go nuclear and then like do nothing for the rest of the game and it's really it's really it's really troublesome he'll get you to the points where he might help you win a game and then he just stops and then you you guys lose the game and you wonder where that all that help went um it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Vanderbilt as well too he was someone I was like man can't believe he was a part of that deal I thought like uh you know yeah, I thought Vanderbilt could have probably went to another first uh, pers-
1: one one thing to note real quick don't want to cut you off is that D'Angelo Russell if I'm looking at everything right is going to be a free agent in the offseason so if this is your big oh, yeah. key takeaway your big key piece for that 20 uh, 27 first round draft pick and he could walk in 4 months that that makes it hard too that that's you know Jordan bought a rental for Kyrie this could be it for the Lakers. And what if Kyrie doesn't go to the Lakers? Like some people are still thinking. It, it's not great. I, I don't love it, but it'll be interesting, like Dylan said for sure. I'm curious what Jordan thinks, our our Lakers fan. How what he was thought, thinking when that news broke.
3: Yeah, well, actually I was on my podcast and when like the news broke for the Lakers straight me and Kyro on it, and like um
1: I mean, I mean, I like
3: I like it. Yeah, please come on the show, man. Um help me out, Freddie, because all right. I gotta do is click the link, man. Yes, yes. Freddie,
0: man. You, you are welcome, on Freddie.
3: Um, just but <sighs>
0: all right, Freddie, go ahead. No, go ahead, Jordan.
3: Oh yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, no, I mean I like it because, um, like Kyle said, um, in the introductory to this topic or this segue, that we got rid of the Russell problem. Um, you know. Obviously, he was good off the bench, Russell Westbrook. But D'Angelo, he's 26. He's young. Um, I mean, you 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 forgot about Malik Beasley, another shooter. He can stretch the floor out. Um, the Bill.
2: contract, though. Uh,
3: may I all say your piece. It's my piece. Um, <laughs> uh, so, anyways, yeah, good young, good young pieces. Um Delo is a good three point shooter better than russell Westbrook um uh, Vanderbilt he's a hard you know I saw him play in the first game then he got Mobamba too. we forgot about Mobamba too another rebounder um so yeah, I mean I like the pieces um we need to win some games in order to get to the playing tournament or
0: to talk about playoffs that that um, definitely would help yes.
3: Uh, no dip, man. No dip, Sherlock. Like, they waited. With this a Jordan, long time what what do you like think
1: this. this gets you? What what do you see the ceiling for this Lakers team? Like realistically, can I, can I well, yeah, you know, Freddy, yeah, well, Freddie. Well, uh, like realistically, take those glasses off, like the rose colored glasses, and like, what do you realistically <laughs> think they could be? I'm curious from from Laker fans.
4: Listen, I'm gonna tell you, this was a great trade. Because the Lakers stole this trade from Utah, bro. Like, this was a steal. You mean to tell me that all you have to trade is Russell Westbrook, whose best report has been a vampire in the locker room, been sucking blood out of that franchise? Um, And you traded a first-round draft pick, what, four years from now? And you get a young, talented, a 26-year-old D'Angelo Russell, a guy who can can run the pick and roll with AD, a guy that can be a – a solid third option, a guy that can score, a guy that can you know when AD and LeBron's on the bench can take over your offense, um, and the guy that's actually um, I don't know what Dylan say he's not a good defender. He's gotten a lot better defensive defensive player over the last couple of years. The first time he's in LA, he was horrible defensively, but I've seen him you know two games so far locked down on defense. Um, then you're able to get a Malik Beasley, and yes, you could say his contract is too high, but guess what? This summer, it's on a 16 million deal team option. So, guess what? The Lakers can decide you know what? We want to bring you back. All right, here you go. If not, we want to create more cap space. They can, allow, they can decline and re, re, re give them another contract. The Vanderbilt wasn't stealing the deal because we needed somebody that could help on the, on the rebounding side. Um, hey. Anthony, I'm going I'm to sit here and say that Russell Westbrook did not bring us, the Lakers, what we needed. We needed a point guard who could space the floor out. He could not do it. He could not do what we needed him to do. He was a horrible fit. Horrible well, fit.
0: Y'all, y'all loved him when he went to the bench and started playing well, though.
4: But at oh, the like end of six the day. Six-man
0: Westbrook, this
4: is right. it. But at the end of the day, Kyle, it still hurt <laughs> of some of the things that we need. Now we have functional role players. That can that can be quality role players. Now it creates depth. Now Vanderbilt is still in the trade because you needed to. He was able to get a young guy that plays. They can guard all five positions. A guy that can rebound. A guy that can do the hustle plays. We needed a guy like that. And then yes, Thomas Bryant wasn't happy in L.A. because with Anthony Davis coming back, and which I'm gonna tell you, the Lakers look like they set him up to fail because. You now they sent you to a place in Denver where you're not going to get that much playing time behind Nikola Jokic. You're just not. But they was able to get three second round picks for him. Um, so I'm just saying, you guys, like this trade. Let's say this. Let's say these guys. These guys don't work for the rest of the season. It still do not hurt the Lakers when it comes to cap. They can say, you know what? Oh well, we just lost a first round pick and a second round pick. But guess what we gained it back with the Thomas Bryant trade. We can rebuild, we can go out Kyrie. We can go out to get get other guys to rebuild this, this roster because like I said, it don't hurt us in the cap space for this summer.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, how but, good do you think they're well, gonna be? Like what do you so, think their ceiling yeah, is was, with so this was, with this
3: roster? So I was I was gonna answer that, Jake because I know Freddie had to say it. um I, I respect everything Freddie said. Um but um so on my show, right? Like we did like the it was before the Vanderbilt piece came in. It was the Russell, um, and then the pick, right? And then it was like plus two wins, right? Or whatever to the record. So when we put in the Vanderbilt and league Beasley, it was plus eight wins. So um what well, we had to be like what? We have to win like six
1: we had to go like sixteen and
3: eight, I think, to like get into playing, I think, or something like that. Um
1: to get into so that you think line. this team can win a playoff series as a eight seed? Let's say they get the seven or eight seed. I'm gonna seed. tell you, tell you, you can, I got
4: something better for you, Jake. I got Let's something to do. Better. It. I'm, I'm gonna say it with my chest sticking out. You see your chest? I'm gonna say it <laughs> with your chest. We're gonna be a six seed. We're not, we're not going to no play. Six seed. Okay. Six seed. We, All hey. right. Hey, there's a reason why Anthony Davis uh, so, deactivated his Instagram last night. LeBron's about to go in, in dark thirty mode. We know when LeBron going to go. Goes but, mode, let's not old. talk
0: about this dark thirty mode because he's done that previous years and they missed the playoffs anyway. <laughs>
4: but but guess what? He didn't, <laughs> he didn't have a squad. He didn't have a squad. It, I'm gonna just tell you how amazing this roster is, you guys. Last year, we talked about how old the Lakers were. The AARP, the nursing home. Don't we know that LeBron is the oldest player on this squad? Other than after that, everybody else is in their 20s. Did you guys realize that? Like, that's how AD's we, body's old, though. Well, AD is AD, bro. I mean, we're just gonna leave it at that. we just praying. <laughs> I got you. We, I got you. Me and Jordan, every night, we play, we, we say a prayer. And that prayer involves Anthony Davis, and he don't get hurt, bro. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Need y'all. to be prayed harder. <laughs> I'm trying to tell we, we, we <laughs> you we Well, I but, wanna. Um, I hold wanna on. Answer, Let me answer, answer Gene's question, Gene. Hold on, hold, hold on, Gene, because they was talking about your Sixers. Um, oh, so you're a snitch? Uh, so you're a uh, snitch? Gene, yes, I was Kyle
0: was Gene, talking about how Gene, he going to the Sixers. Gene, you know you my boy. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Jordan said that Philly is a team to watch out for in the East. Yes, so I'm
3: good. I'm good. I didn't say nothing yeah, bad. At no,
0: you're good. You're good. I said <laughs> Philly has to prove it uh-huh. to me in the playoffs. That's it. And I'm sure you would say the same thing, because I said a lot of Sixers fans aren't really feeling Doc Rivers right now. That 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 was the talk. And then and I wanted
4: to make sure Gene knew what they what was being talked about. See, I
0: told you Gene said 76ers are frauds.
4: See, I could have sworn early in the season. Okay, carry on. You guys have a good rest of your show. I Thanks just, for stopping by Freddie. That <laughs> was fun. Had, I just had to come in here and give you guys some, you know,
1: Freddie, Freddie facts.
0: Freddie, you know anytime, man.
1: Thanks for stopping by, boss man. All right, Freddie. All right,
0: <laughs> All right Freddie. So I want to answer Anthony's question here. Uh, so he said he knows he's dumb about the NBA. What's the point in a team buying out a player they traded for? So for the Utah Jazz with Russell Westbrook, by buying him out, they they like recoup some of the cap space from him because they don't plan on playing him. So instead of keeping him around, having him be disgruntled and all that, they'll buy him out. That way he's free to go wherever he wants. So that that's the whole purpose of it so you basically look at it as freeing up cap space by yep. him moving on that's you get cap space
1: it. and for the jazz you know again as a jazz fan here we weren't wanting Russell Westbrook we wanted that that first round draft pick right. and to get that first round draft pick we had to take yep. on his contract yep. buy him out uh,
0: but Stephen that's a great Chambers question the nba salary really cap is point. weird it's, it really is yeah. Uh, don't know how serious LeBron's injury with his ankle, but the Lakers could get the last playoff spot.
3: I don't know if it, I don't know if it's his ankle or his
1: foot. Um, somewhere in that area, really, he's just taking
3: he's taking a vacation until the All Star break.
0: Yeah, but,
1: yeah. It's not the worst <laughs> idea though. Honestly, give him a like three or four more extra days rest. It's not the worst idea. But it well, really how just many, depends on how, what many game, how many
3: games left during the season. Like so we have the All Star break and then we have Lakers are like probably 30, have 40.
0: Like twenty. I think it's about 20 games. Like well, 20, I'm saying 20, as a, left. not just
3: the liquor. I'm saying this as a whole league, like how many games? Let me do some quick math. Give me two seconds. I mean, different teams
0: uh, have played. Well, I, Everybody's going to have about 20, uh, let me see, I can go 25, 24, 25 games after the break, most likely.
1: So right now, the Lakers have played 58 games, and there's 82 games in a season. So yeah, so they got 24. 24, like 24. 24 games.
3: So we have 10 games in February,
1: 15 in March, and like 5 in April. Yeah, We have 24. Time's running out. That sixth seed is uh what like almost five games out for that sixth seed for the Lakers. It's a lot a lot to climb up. Is it, uh oh, the Clippers are the sixth oh, seed right now.
3: Oh, no. Well we pay the so our next games will the last games in Feb- February are against the Pelicans, Warriors, Mavs, and Grizzlies. Uh um, oh, that's a tough stretch. Um, March a we have, have right Thunder Timberwolves Golden State again, because they're, they're in our division. Um Warriors, so Grizzlies. So Toronto, Still New tough. York, Pelicans, Rockets,
2: Mavs, M- Magic, Suns. How many gimmies are there? Yeah, man, you got like two two Bulls. two three games we'll that are Bulls. like gimme's we'll and play the play rest play. are rough. We'll we'll going to go 3 play. and 7.
1: <laughs> and look, I don't want to sound like I know Fred was here. I don't want to sound like a LeBron hater. I love LeBron James. I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan on this podcast apparently, but I love LeBron. He's awesome. I just think that this trade is uh it's going to be tough for them to to compete really in the in the West. It's yeah,
2: yeah. Have not they, a hater. haters. Uh, have Actually, they Kevin a Durant and Kyrie Irving now playing in the West as well too?
0: Because if you look at it with the West, do you feel like Denver? You feel confident top six. I feel like Memphis. You feel confident top six. Phoenix. You'd feel confident yeah. top six at Denver. this point. Denver. Denver.
1: Yeah, it's the
0: question mark will be Sacramento only because we're not. Are they still showing up the third seed?
1: They're they're the third seed. I I
0: give them a lot of credit. They're still up there, but we, we haven't seen Sacramento do this for a whole year. So we'll have to see what happens with them as the season goes on. But are we expecting a run from the Warriors to maybe move up into the top six? I don't. And the Clippers are still there. So Freddie says Lakers top six. You'd have to let me know who's falling out, and if the Lakers are gonna jump over like six teams. How many? Together.
3: How many? How many spots included in the play-in? Can you? like Ten or eight? It's, it's so ten There's, spots. Ten, there's yeah. ten with the ten play spots.
2: Yep, ten. With eight, eight and the play. nine will play. The loser will play the winner. Oh, the so ten spots. Okay. Yeah.
1: And the Lakers are right now the thirteenth seed in the West, and there's only fifteen teams.
0: So they have to jump over, um, Oklahoma City. Yep. yep. So I, I, have this, Utah, I have the, yeah, the Blazers, Portland. the
1: Warriors, the Timberwolves, New Orleans, and that gets into the sixth seed right there with the Clippers. It's a lot to do.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot to do. I don't know about Freddie's yeah. sixth seed, but could they get into the play in?
1: I think they can. Yeah. The, the, the thing where you look at the teams that are between them and the 10th the seed, it's Utah at 10, Portland at 11, OKC at 12, and Lakers at 13. Two of those teams don't want to be in the play-in. The Jazz and the Thunder yeah. don't really want to be in the play-in. Portland is trying to make up their mind, so they absolutely could get to that spot. Yeah. The question what is, Portland is then,
2: doing?
5: I don't know. what Portland's
1: I, I, doing. I, I I have a lot of friends because I grew up in Portland, and they just can't seem to make up their mind. They love Damian Lillard and they love his loyalty, but they just can't seem to get on the right. They can't build a timeline to help. Maximize what this team could be. It's really a shame because he's a good dude.
3: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, see, Gene, he calls me the Lakers fan that's more reasonable, and I say we, I say we, if we win games and if we can win games and shots, a lot of people we can get the AC, maybe nine C, six C. That's gonna be hard because like. Look at the schedule, if barring if Katie comes back, you know he's still. I don't know if he's healthy or whatever. He, I think mean, he's at practice shooting around, whatever. Um, I
0: bet he gets healthy now that
2: he's in Phoenix real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. I bet. I bet Katie's already hit a hundred threes in a Phoenix uniform. Yeah, he'll
0: he'll he'll be fine.
2: Yeah. So. <sighs>
3: yeah. It's, yeah. He's I mean... gonna be. uh... Yeah, this, like this... Kyrie
2: Irving's hamstring injury. Weird, this but, uh, just,
1: this gets better. Yeah, this trade line was crazy, man. Uh, it was. It was I mean, it was good. The, I
3: wanted ask... we're gonna get Boyan Bogdanovich, but they couldn't get him last minute mm. for some shooting. But.
2: So you hear that trade about a uh, Pat Riley falling asleep? I heard about it for a that. Kyle Lowry trade. I saw too, that. that I just saw
1: a clip of it. I didn't see if it was real or not. And it's Dude,
2: like, man, if tell that's telling me, true, bro, telling me bro,
3: bro was knocked out, and there was a trade on the line,
2: like, yeah, come on. like, I man, you're you're taking a nap during the trade deadline. Like, <laughs> he's also really
1: old. Let's be fair to Pat Riley. He's really old. <laughs> air, but like, yeah. man, like
3: but, this
0: is like one, well, that ain't true. Like I saw like, that on uh, Instagram, but like,
3: I don't think that was, I don't know.
0: Maybe, I don't know. That's probably real. It could be it's true because why is Kyle is still there?
2: It's a mm. good point. They, they mean, it wait, It's a do little they do? redundant to have all that news about trading him and being like, yeah, we're done with him and then not trading him. <laughs> good. And stuff. Well, well, I mean, so I'll
0: okay, so, oh, go real ahead, JK, quick you got a question.
1: Does this move make Phoenix a team to beat? For you guys, because the, they got better as far as like a top heavy team, but they lost mm-hmm. a lot of their depth that they have. And all three of their big stars are either injured or injury prone. I'm curious what everyone thinks. Like what do we think of the Suns? Are they the top dog in the West now?
2: Man, I, I want to see what happens to them defensively. Ahead. I want to see where mm-hmm. they go defensively from here because offensively, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard it's hard to say no. Devin Booker's uh, arguably one of the best scoring guards in the league. Kevin Durant's one of arguably one of the best scorers, period. Chris Paul's one of the best playmaking point guards that we've seen play basketball. So it's like on the offensive end, we can be like, yeah, this team is the team to beat. But defensively, losing Bridges, losing Johnson. Those uh, Johnson wasn't the greatest on the defensive end, but Bridges for sure was definitely a key defensive piece in that rotation. So losing losing that is going to hurt a little bit. You know, Kevin Durant's okay defensively, but he's not a lockdown defender who's going to lock up the best scorer on your team every night. He does struggle here and there. But I I would have to say, yeah, I mean, everyone's kind of scoring offense pretty easily. This is a pretty high scoring type of league that we're in now. It seems like offenses, you know, kind of dominate. If you have the good scorers, they're going to find a way to do it no matter what, especially in this league. So I would have to say, yeah, I mean, you know, you look at uh, Dallas and they're a little bit intriguing. Um, You know, I still think you have a little more question marks with Dallas rather than what you do when you have a healthy Phoenix Suns team, because that lineup of what I guess would be Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Who'd you run at the three? Kevin Durant and DeAndre Ayton. I mean, that's a pretty, it's pretty nice lineup. Been, I'm not sure who you'd run at that other spot. They've been they've running Craig Craig. Is yeah, Corey
1: Craig as their small forward. Corey Craig, there we go. I could. And they have T.J. Or. Warren. They could use also as a small exactly.
2: forward as well. So it's like when you look at that team, you compare it to a team like the Mavericks, you compare it to a team like the Nuggets, and it's like, man, this Suns team is like, it's not super. It's not the greatest when it comes to balanced offensive defense, but it's like. This team has depth. This team can score in a pretty high scoring type of league. And they, I guess, depending on KD and how well he fits with them, they have a lot less question marks, I guess, than compared to the other teams. Like, you know, like Jordan said earlier with Dallas, like Christian Wood is not really, this is really their only big man there. You know, they lost their pieces like Dorian Finney Smith. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie is not going to be really that guard off the bench for him anymore. So it's going to be interesting. But I'd have to say, yeah, I'd have to give it to the Suns for now. I'm curious what Kyle has to say on this one.
1: Our expert. I
0: I mean that far, but I still like I still like Denver. And a lot of that's gonna hinge upon Michael Porter Jr. I say this every time I talk about Denver. He is the key to me for them because he's a guy who can create his own shot, which we know Jamal Murray can, but you know, Jokic. It gives him another outlet for his playmaking. He he's he's a de- he's like a defensive matchup nightmare for a lot of teams because of his ability off the dribble, knocking down the three. But we always know that with him, his health is always a question. Now, if you're gonna tell me that Booker, you know, KD are gonna lock up wings, then Phoenix, yeah. I I think they'll be in the Western Conference Finals. I feel like that's a safe bet. But I, I think Denver has enough to beat them, to be honest. See, what they
2: do with this trade deadline outside of Thomas Bryan? I know they traded Highland and Devon Reed away.
0: It Let me like look. But but
2: while we figure that out, I'll just say real quick back to what
1: Kyle said. Like I think Phoenix and um Denver are easily, easily gonna be in the Western Conference Finals. And the only thing I would say that that would make me think that Phoenix can't get it done is how much do you trust DeAndre Ayton defending against Jokic? Yeah, like is 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 DeAndre Ayton going to be not only physically gifted enough but mentally strong enough to deal with his size, his footwork, his passing, everything that Jokic can give? And and he's having his best year this year. I don't know if that can do it. You also have to put play or take into account that chris paul is probably going to get dinged up kevin durant's going to have a little injury now kevin durant's a good defender but in a playoff in a seven game series you're not going to be asking kevin durant to put his energy and time into defending on the wing because you need him for scoring he's just he's what 35 years old or something like that you just it's not smart to do that anymore i still think phoenix should be the team to beat but denver just uh, what you said, Kyle. That matchup is going to be really interesting when we get Aiton against Jokic. The, the,
3: yeah. Like the one thing I say about the De- Denver too is um, that yeah, and like even Brett has said this, like the great NBA and the you know guy in our group chat, uh, he knows about you know all the stats. Um, that the, the thing I worry about Denver is is like and what Brett said before, like earlier, is that Denver um, like lets teams lets teams come back. You know that 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 bench is kind of like skeptical. Um, th- their starting five is, is good with Jokic, Gordon, um, Murray, Porter. If he can stay healthy, even Murray, like he he needs to stay healthy himself because he was he missed the whole year last year. Um, but that that second team is like ugh, I'm doing I'm doing the Dylan Reed here like ugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but all yeah, you need okay. in
1: in the postseason when and you get to the like, round, round depth, three like nine. You, you need like you need nine people. In the playoffs. If you can have eight playoff dudes you I mean, can like, really count on, and then maybe a, two other guys to give you two or three minutes. That's that's what you need. You don't need a full twelve man roster. You need. I don't know anyone on the on their guys. second
3: team. I don't. That's the thing. I, I don't know anyone that's like good on their second teams. Like
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a big round, fan of them trading away Highland. Yeah, yeah, Bruce high-end. Brown's good. Who? Bruce Brown. Yeah, Bruce Brown is a oh, good Bruce guard. Brown, Jeff Green oh, yeah.
1: is playoff tested. Thomas Bryant's a guy that could take up some minutes. Like they're not Bruce great. Bryant, okay, You're so. absolutely right. They're not great, but it's not like this is a team that only has four or five dudes. And
2: I lie. And Who's but, their backup guards? Who's who's their backup guards now after that Highland trade and the Devon Reed trade? So it's kind of it's a like... Bruce
1: Brown and Ish Smith are the the two backup yeah, guards.
0: Yeah, it's Smith. It's, yeah. Hey, it's Smith. If you do not pay attention to, oh, him, they, got have they got Reggie Jackson. Oh, they got Reggie Jackson. Oh, oh, wow.
2: That's right. They did. did they they, they did, did get Reggie oh, wow. Jackson. Okay, that's that changes. Not. That changes my ideal on. Did him in the buyout now. market though. Like, have yeah, they, he hit the buyout
1: market. Yeah, yeah my uh, roster hasn't updated for that yet. That's a big deal. That's a good signing there. Okay. Yep. Well, I didn't know that.
3: So that's. But then again, what, what what had Reggie done it in, like in in the playoffs? Is you know oh, no. never... Reggie
2: Jackson's been good in the playoffs. So yeah. the only time no, he's you been kidding? really good Reggie for Jackson the Clippers was in the playoffs. Jazz.
1: I I still have nightmares about Reggie Jackson against
2: the Oh jazz. no, I'm not
1: saying like he. God,
3: like,
2: Reggie Jackson was crazy.
3: Oh no, I'm not saying he's a horrible player. I'm just saying that like I mean, uh, I mean, still is that enough for a second team? Like.
2: I mean, yeah.
3: He,
1: You we'll give see. him 20 minutes in the postseason in the game, and he can get you like 18 you to gotta 20 remember, points. You got to
2: remember, Jokic is probably going to play him 43 minutes in the playoffs. So it's like. Yeah. And everyone's going to yeah, be wide it's open. It's not like you're really going to have a lot of minutes to spread out between all your centers. So, like, your centers yeah. would normally be getting, like, you know, probably 20, 21, 22. They're getting, like, 16 in the playoffs. So. Yeah, we'll see. We'll
0: see. Well, I did have a question that we're talking about the bio market where do you think Westbrook goes to go back to, you know, Westbrook and all of this?
2: I gotta say Miami. Okay. It seems- I think the Clippers are really good too, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think think Miami's going to, you know, probably offer a couple more dollars. They're not, they're very uncertain about Kyle Lowry. Um, I think, I'm not sure if he would start, I don't know what they would do. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, where he if he would start if Lowry would move to the bench or if Westbrook would go to the bench I don't know what they would do in that aspect um it'd be very interesting I would I would I would have said the nuggets before uh, they would have got Reggie Jackson I thought that would have been very interesting too but I would say the heat and then of course the clippers are obviously gonna Do be you see him going hit, to like so a
3: um like a playoff contending team
1: or I could yeah, he see, has see I could see Chicago making a big pitch to him I, okay, I that earlier. we're not a great team, yeah. but we're a good team. You're obviously going to be a um, highly about... used here and you're going to get tons of praise. And if we, there's going to be no pressure because no one's expecting the Bulls to do anything. So if they flame out, eh, who cares? He, he got them a little bit going here. I I, I think Chicago is going to be on the market, but Miami is probably going like to be the winner. Yeah. I like when Miami. You, Chicago, when
2: you yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Dylan. No, when you say Chicago, I really like Chicago as well. That's a team that I've been kind of seeing. It's like, Hey, we don't really got a big starting point guard here. Like, you could give Westbrook like twenty-seven minutes a night, and do you think Bulls fans will really argue about that? No, you're going to give those minutes to Kobe White, who you probably don't even want on that team anyways anymore. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Yeah, what was your question, Jordan?
3: No, I was going to say. I mean, Miami was probably my favorite, but like, um, like, um, so he has the right to go anywhere, right?
0: Any team. Yeah, he could
3: choose
1: where he wants to go, but with with Miami, does. you think Russell it, Westbrook fit into mm-hmm. heat culture that ever you hear everywhere? Heat culture. Heat
2: culture. Does I don't know. I feel in? like I feel oh, like yeah. for some reason him and Jimmy Butler would get along. I feel like him and I Jimmy like Butler would get along well. They're
1: either gonna be the absolute best friends or they're gonna kill each other on the first practice. It can't yeah, there's yeah. no in between. I, there's no in between there. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say, well if
3: well if um Durant they go to the Phoenix, I'm gonna say Russell might go to the Phoenix and be like that the second bench role player. That'd be funny. That'd be funny I think Kevin
1: Durant makes. would just retire on the spot if Russell Westbrook falls. <laughs> well, I mean, he he,
3: he wouldn't he would, like think about it. Russell wouldn't have to play with him. He can play, you know, the second team, you know, because who, who's that sense. backup point guard, Cameron Payne,
2: or whatever? Payne, like
3: that. I mean, the Suns do campaign. need a backup
1: point guard. That you are absolutely right, Jordan. The Suns need a backup point guard. So Russell, I, mean, oh, I don't. Okay. I, I think that that organization is smart enough to know. I feel like that they. That they got Kevin Durant because he wanted to go to Phoenix and he doesn't want to play with Russell
2: Westbrook again. I feel like I feel like Pat Beth could go to the Suns though. I feel like that would be something. He'd be a little Is he, on, he, guard. Is he, on, is he
3: on the bio market? he? He will be. Yeah.
2: Where did he get traded to? The Magic. The Magic. Oh, bottom right. out. Yeah, that for much that, oh, for
3: that for that Mbombo trade. Yeah.
1: No, I could see that. I, I could definitely see that him in Phoenix, that, and that would be a good fit. Because Chris Paul needs a backup, a good backup point guard. I don't know. If you won I mean, a Russell,
2: ring in Minnesota. you I mean, should go back. I
3: mean, with the Lakers. <laughs> I mean, I mean, with LA, Russell was what, get like 19, 20 off the bench. I mean, what, what if he does that with the Suns, like on the second team? You know what I'm saying?
2: Just be a good little defensive guard, you know. If you got, you've got Curry and I don't, I don't hate rough like record. if you got, he if you got to play like the Warriors for like I one mean, of your first matchups. I think having Pat Bev on Curry would annoy Curry a little bit, you know. He's that type of guard who's man, not really who, who, who could score, he could score, who could play some defense, but mainly you just want him out there to piss whoever. He's the main dude out there. Pat, like, Pat, get him annoyed, Pat. get him agitated.
3: Pat Bev is, is going to get technical for the, for her,
2: wherever you and that's okay. Some teams, some teams play that. Way. You you need a so guy. It's, on it's your team that sometimes. can just just beat people up. That can yeah, just be like getting for... head to, yeah. curry head. to tell Curry he's bad. Have him miss shots. Sometimes that stuff works. Well, Chris Westbrook isn't going to Phoenix though. He, i'll that money on that.
3: When's he coming back, Curry? He has a knee issue. Also.
0: He'll I probably come back after the break. After the All-Star yeah. break. Every, all we know is after the, all, after dead, the All-Star though. break. Everyone gets dead, a little man.
2: vacation in Salt Lake City. They're all taking breaks.
1: There's nothing to do in Salt Lake City. That's why I don't live there anymore. Did they ever, Did they
3: they ever? I know Anthony Edwards got, like, uh, he got, he's an All-Star yeah. game. Um, like
2: yeah, Anthony, Edward, Edwards and Fox came in as replacements, and so did and Siakam. So did Kyrie
3: go back to the West, or is he in the East though? No,
2: he's,
0: he's he'd have to be a West All-Star.
1: I actually don't know. Let's see. Because
3: Kyrie was the West or East point guard. But and... He was voted
1: as a starter. Right.
0: So I assumed he was just going to take Curry's spot. spot. Let me look it up. Yeah, I, I don't know if they made the announcement yet. Yeah, it. they announced the replacements, but again, I assumed Kyrie was just taking the start. So game. on
1: NBA.com, he is still listed as a starter for the East. That still has Giannis, Embiid, Kyrie, Donovan, and Tatum in the East as starters.
0: That's weird. It's me. the All Star game this weekend?
2: Uh, Yeah, it's yeah, Sunday. It so, uh, yeah, so yeah. yeah, the dunk contest is on my birthday. I forgot about that. Oh, nice.
3: Fair. I don't know anybody doing the dunk contest, so that's how bad it's going to
2: be. Mac McClung. <laughs>
1: He, yeah, just watch it. NBA it's fun. NBA. Just don't get into it. Just watch some cool dunks. That's yeah. That's, watch yeah, that's how I
2: am. I feel like the three point contest is like more interesting yes, nowadays. I than agree. The contest. That, I like the skills challenge.
3: They had that. Like, yeah, aren't they? Aren't they?
2: Didn't they rework the skills challenge as well too? Isn't there like a lot more you, stuff? Into yeah. Wasn't it, it?
3: Um. Well, it used to be they had to dribble through the fake little thingies, and you had to like.
2: I thought they added some stuff. It wasn't
3: like like um ah, what was it last year? Wasn't it like um it was the same thing last like year. Like a half like year. a half court shot, a full court shot or something like that. No, we, can remember um the dude from the Toronto uh Barnes was terrible. Like he was missing those close shots last year in the all-star game or all-star contest. Like he was missing those like in that dot Ly-ups, area. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, and it's I like think a layup triple threat full court, I think. So, yeah. I so
0: think that I might be chance. a different competition. I, yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking you're wrong, about, but that's, that's where you, you have a teammate and you're trying to shoot from di- from different spots.
2: That's I think it's different. Maybe in more sport, with
3: missing like open layups, yeah. man. <laughs> that,
2: just give me that's, one-on-one. That's so I just want to see some like give me an NBA one-on-one tournament. Like have them play to like 7. I'd be happy with
1: you even a three you, on three, like just old school exactly. winner. You know, uh, score
2: takes the ball out half court. I know mm-hmm. you could you could just get four teams, twelve players. You know, have it mix it in a hat. Yep. like yeah, to have yeah. random draw it'd be interesting.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, the NBA is always willing to kind of tweak All Star a little bit. I do think at some point the dunk contest might just go away.
4: Oh man, because
0: unfortunately. We just never. We just running out of stars who are still doing it. See, back in the day, people loved it because. Well, you know, also Jordan it's like we're it, also just running out of stuff Carter, to do. We, that's true. That's a that, good point. Because so many things you can do. Can only, yeah, but I think people would still wouldn't care if they saw, like John Morant, going through and doing whatever dunk. They'd be like, "Oh wow, it's John Morant! Yeah, I'll, I'll cheer for this." Now it's like, like Jordan said. How many people know who Mac McClung is?
1: I don't.
0: I know I mean, he was I on the Lickers at some
3: point, right. but
0: he has been in the G League. But yeah. he's a guy you know, who's I, mean, I, for I know when he, he was like he was a top recruit in high
3: school. For hey dunking. Jake, I'm gonna like, oh, take your web browser up. Who, like, you look at the
0: dunk contest participants this year.
2: It's sure. Mac you know, McClung, he's Shaden, got it. Sharp. Shaden
3: Sharp. Shaden Sharp. Uh, who is that?
2: He's like—he's for the he's Blazers. He's actually really young for the Blazers. He's like really good. Oh, Blazers.
0: He's got hops. He's got hops. Who am I missing? Probably
3: about? some young guns, some young fellas.
0: That's who. That's who you basically get now. It's just young guys who just like to make a name. Like, but, like, like one thing that's really is. interesting
1: is back in like twenty seventeen or eighteen, Donovan Mitchell's rookie year, he won the dunk contest. And at the time, everyone's like, "Oh, cool! He's a fun guy to watch." Now he's a superstar, but back then, unless you were a jazz fan, you weren't like as to see him play in the in the dunk contest, like I was. Pun fully yeah. intended.
0: The last great one will I probably think, be Levine and Gordon. Yeah, I was
1: gonna. Oh, you yeah, i
3: Like you stole my statement because so I was gonna say like that. It kind of fell off. It kind of fell off when like you know D Wade kind of ruined everything with the score and everything. Like that was he. That clown. Gordon said he. Gordon, I forget what he said this year. He said he was gonna do it. If,
1: if something happened, I don't know. He said, "I think he was joking, but or maybe not." He was. He said, "If he he if needs he, to focus on getting healthy, is what he needs to do." And that's why a lot of people don't do a dunk contest. Is it just if, for certain people? It's like it, they just want to keep their bodies in. Who did that? Straight. Um,
3: what year was that? Or who did it? Um, with the cupcake, he blew the cupcake out on top Gerald of the green. Uh,
1: yeah, who?
3: G- huh? Who? Gerald Green. Oh, Gerald Green. Mm-hmm. Oh, That was Ger- I, I thought that was Terrence all for some reason. I don't know.
2: Nah, he can also
0: dodge. He can. No, he's yes. a good player. He's
2: a
1: good player.
0: And he'll actually be getting out of Orlando.
1: Yeah, it's going to Phoenix, is what I heard. Right. Yeah, that's the plan. That's good. That'll be pretty that, good. I
0: like that. I Phoenix like that is getting Phoenix.
1: better. That new owner is spending that money. Had the I team know, for that, a week. That,
0: that's all it takes. He Get some new perspective in there, and look what look what happens.
2: I heard. I heard they were trying to get Kyrie and KD. They were trying to get both of them. I believe it. I believe it. And like it was honestly, it's not out of that realm of that possibility because they had that Chris Paul trade. Like they Mm -hmm. offered Chris Paul and picks. Like honestly, they still could have made that KD trade possible with that Chris Paul trade. So if
1: if I'm Phoenix, I'm thinking long and hard about trading Chris Paul if I get Kyrie back, simply because of Chris Paul's injury and his production that's dropped so much with his age. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to win a title. For four months, can you keep Kyrie in line? It's tough, but can Chris Paul yeah. stay healthy? That might be tougher.
2: I imagine mm-hmm. that news if we found out that Kyrie and KD got traded to the Sun for the same time. That package would have been wild.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I got another question. Looking at Ben Simmons being the last guy standing in Brooklyn, where do you see Ben Simmons Three years from now,
1: at a league, it's like yeah, playing in Europe. Well, he's probably still it's... playing here because he's his contract. I think he still has a few more. I think he has like five more years left on that contract. Five more years? Let me check yeah. while you guys figure this out. Okay. Well, it's,
0: it is a terrible
1: contract. It's terrible. It's yes. terrible. I'll get the details. Give me like two seconds.
2: Yeah, it just depends on, I guess, what he really does. If he's if he keeps playing like how he does now, I imagine he'll get bought out cut some team will eat his cap like it'll get to a point where someone will be like hey we just we'll take the loss like we'll be bad Mm -hmm. for a year to have the roster spot rather than play you um just depends if he can progress a little bit i mean he could have a spot there in brooklyn still like it's not a team with a lot of aspirations like they'll i mean that's kind of
3: dangerous for interior
2: yeah they'll they'll make the playoffs just due to them already kind of just being good this season before they traded away all their pieces if he can progress like he has a spot on that team there's an open position there really kind of at a power forward spot if that's what they want to play him as or even if they want to play him as a big point guard still you know kind of run him as that type of point guard power forward that point forward that they that the 76ers were trying to really kind of make him as um he'll have a spot i think i think if he can progress well that i mean if the Nets believe in him, I wouldn't see why he wouldn't still be on the Nets. But if we're thinking Ben Simmons is on a different team, I'd rather take my money and say he's out of the league or he's just a free agent.
1: So you make great points there, Dylan, for Ben Simmons, if he can improve because he has a ton of physical gifts. But his time in the league he hasn't improved. Like, yeah, he hasn't gotten better. His shooting has gone down. Like it feels like he's almost regressed and the dude's still young. So I'm not going to bank on him improving his gifts. and putting in the work. And when he's making next year, he's making 37 and in 25, he makes 40 million. And then he's a free agent. That's that's a lot of money. (laughs) And I could see if he's going to save his career and get a second contract. No wonder why he's wearing goofy. Goofy. He needs, go to <laughs> Oklahoma City or San Antonio to small markets that are contending right now where the fans can they're nice fans they can kind of try and rebuild them they have good good strong front offices that's where he can thrive if he goes nah, to nah. Orlando if he goes to the Knicks if he goes to uh, Minnesota I'm just pulling names randomly out of my head. It's going to be a disaster, and he won't get a second contract. I think he uh, – Popovich is retiring before he yeah. has to
2: fix Ben Simmons.
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but but the, the structure is there for him to at least have some stability that's way better than what you're getting in Brooklyn.
5: Yeah. I
3: mean, I, I see him going to um, a team where someone – like a Warriors team where someone can help him like, shoot. No, um, they, they Warriors the can't afford them. I mean, they have the, the shooting coaches, I mean, around – that can help him um
2: then yeah, someone's on a minimum
3: i mean imagine if, if 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 ben had a player like curry or clay like yo like bro
1: you,
3: you he had, had kevin durant like, he, like he, had, he had he had the
1: best scoring forward we've ever seen the the thing, he here, the anything, thing in the like, like look like if if he could James be fixed Hard. he would be great but the problem is i don't think he wants to put in the time to get better because like for me, growing up up playing basketball, the best thing, the easiest thing that I could practice was my jump shot because I could go out to my driveway and shoot hoops all day long. Like there's no reason why a player can't have the time to, work on their jump shot it's it's mm-hmm. he just doesn't well, care I mean, see ben
3: see ben chose because he he he'd he be he'd be going off shooting threes in the all season but he don't shoot in the season so it's like
2: uh, he's scared because he's afraid yeah. every time he's gonna miss a three someone's gonna be like oh look again ben simmons missed another one and that's mm-hmm. true because that's what we're gonna do
1: yeah, yeah. and you can't you can't play I, scared you can't
2: play scared yep, I, think atlanta,
3: I think atlanta was just that playoff like, series is amazing. like
2: honestly like i would i would have a whole different viewpoint about ben simmons if he just missed threes that he just took as long as he took them like if i saw ben simmons was trying and just yeah. attempting them like i got it open like you know i'm not really great at shooting him but like it's open just showing you yeah. that like hey i ain't scared to shoot him i respect that more than him just being like ah wide open three pass out nope. like passing out yep there yep. are plenty of it.
0: examples through nba history chasing yep. kidd couldn't wow. shoot at all. Worked on it. Became pretty decent by the end of his career. Recently, exactly. look at Giannis. Oh, Giannis yeah. can't shoot, but if you leave him open for three, he won't exactly. hesitate and he'll knock down a couple. It, he'll more. knock it down. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't understand why Ben Simmons couldn't do the same thing because he doesn't Giannis, want to work. Giannis is different. Like if you booed Giannis, Giannis wouldn't care. If you booed Ben Simmons, he'd probably miss two weeks. <laughs> and that's, where, that's been the biggest issue with him
2: he'd have to go change his diaper at halftime.
0: i mean it seemed like as soon as philly started getting onto him it was like this back injury that nobody in philly could explain but he just sat out games with this back injury he gets and, traded, then, he, and then he got traded to, to brooklyn, brooklyn. everybody's like all right this is your first this is a fresh start for awesome yeah, everybody he, was like look philly's even coming to town soon you've got to play in that game he didn't play in that game. He Ultimately, didn't even play
3: even at, at the all. Pre- even at the Brooklyn press, he was like, "Oh man, I'm so hyped, man! Yeah. Kyrie, KD, let's get it, man! I'm I'm
1: ready to rock and roll, boom, Back-track. How many games did he play last year with the Nets? Is it zero goose egg. Yeah, he, he, his, he, heart's, his heart's not he, in
3: it. And he had he's chances like again, to play, he had chances to play in the playoffs. Like what Adrian would said that he was complaining. Yeah. Everyone was like everyone's like, five. This one's
2: it. Ben Simmons playing game four. And it's like, actually, never mind. It's like Ben Ben Simmons game like five Simmons. coming back, and then but it's like no.
1: don't forget when he was he came out on the court for a shoot around, he was getting rebounds for his team and he dunked it one. Hey, make sure you post that on social media. Like yeah. he's a he's a he's a head case, he can't get out of his own head. He's he does he's Jason Kidd and Giannis got better with their shooting because they worked mm-hmm. and they're all-time greats. And Ben Simmons, it's not in his DNA to improve like that. Exactly. I, I don't think he... The Warriors would would hate to have him because he's everything that the Warriors don't want on their with exactly. their organization.
2: Exactly. They had that little Draymond Green-Jordan pool spurt, and that was enough drama for them. That's not really Warriors-esque.
0: I mean, Draymond can't shoot
2: either, but... But Draymond, he's not scared. He still takes he's shots. Not right. He, he still takes shots. Like yeah. he will, like, if he has a wide open three, like when you see Draymond take his, it, you're not like, he'll oh he'll no, it's Draymond Green taking a three. It's like, oh, he could probably make it sometimes, you know. Like Draymond, Draymond has
3: hit. hit wide open threes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does hesitate, though, but he does shoot it, though.
0: He'll take it though. Ben Simmons he's also won't a leader. Look at the
1: rim. Exactly. He's also a leader. He's the leader of that. He's the heart and soul of that team. And Ben Simmons doesn't <laughs> just like I, I don't know. I'd be that's fair, that's you, fair. you have to attach assets to get rid of Ben Simmons if
2: you're the Nets, and you don't yeah. have any assets that you want to give up. You're going to have to track. give up a pick to some yep. team to take that Ben Simmons contract. Like, yep. if you're trading him to San Antonio, like, sorry, guys, you're trading him a first, or you're trading him, like, oh, it's a first. one of your pieces. Yeah,
1: It's a protected first. Probably, like, a top six protected first.
2: Yeah, like, sorry, like... It's just how it is. And even then you still like, I'm not sure I know in the NFL, like if you trade players, like teams can eat some of the cap before you trade them. not sure if they can do something like that, but it still might even be something along the lines or like, Hey, he makes this much. We'll take 10 million less than that. And we can talk like,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I feel like it's probably a good point to switch over to the Super Bowl, but you know, definitely great NBA talking. We'll, definitely have the NBA talk next week and weeks to come but it' was the final game of the NFL season it was Super Bowl 57 we had you know history being made to uh, African-American quarterbacks had the two number one seeds that made it you know they showed the graphic during the game both teams 14 and three they had both had one Kelsey brother which you know they were obviously the stars of this week they both had like six all pros. So very similar, and the game kind of showed it. You know, it was a – let me pull this up while I'm talking about this. 38-35 game for Kansas City. Now we'll get into the pivotal moment of this game in here in a little bit. But before we even talk about that, you know, going into the game, I think a lot of people questioned Jalen Hurts' ability as a quarterback. So what are your thoughts on Jalen Hurts coming out of this Super Bowl game? Because you see it right here on the screen, 27 for 38, 304, a touchdown. He also had 70 yards rushing. So, yeah, so basically, you know, where did you kind of have him in the hierarchy of quarterbacks in today's game? Did your opinion change after this game? And we can start with Dylan on this one
2: um i mean my opinion on jalen hurts going into the game is the same kind of going out um i like jalen hurts a lot i felt like he was the type of dude like if you gave him a chance he was going to show it to you we saw what he did at alabama you know it was just kind of the attitude he has he kind of has that like attitude where he's like i just want to win like i i enjoy what i'm doing a lot and like i enjoy the people i work with i enjoy the sport i play i just want to better myself and he kind of just showed it. Like everyone kind of gave Philadelphia the benefit of the doubt they were. I wouldn't say the favorite because the lines were very close into this game. But a lot of people were picking Philly to win this game. And that was all partly due to how great their defense was as well. Not so much how great just their offense was alone. But yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts came in and killed that game. Um, I mean, of course, they didn't get the win. And that sucks, especially with it being in the Super Bowl. But he had four touchdowns. I mean, no turnovers. That's very oh no yeah no turnovers right no he He had that fumble fumble. he He had that fumble fumble. I I I do remember that um he did have that I guess yeah he did have that pivotal fumble but I mean that really wasn't the key factor in the game of course it did help but wasn't the key factor I mean he's he's good I'm where I would I rank him it's tough I mean he had a great season this season if he didn't get injured probably would have been the MVP um I imagine he would have um Man, you got to put mean, in him in. the terms not, of rank,
0: would you say top ten, top five? Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. You don't think you got to say top five? Like, I mean, five. I mean okay. after this season, you have to say top five. I know a lot. That might. I don't think a lot of people would argue against that. I mean, you have your Mahomes, you got your Burrow, and then after that, I mean, it's really a who's who of really who you want to throw in that order. Kind of. I mean, you could throw Josh Allen, you could throw Jalen Hurts, you could throw a plethora of different quarterbacks. But I mean. The quarterback who was just the first seed would have been the MVP and almost just won a Super Bowl. It's hard not to put him in the top five. I respect yeah. Jalen Hurts a lot. So yeah, I put him out there.
0: Okay. Oh uh, so Jake and Jordan, would you agree, Hurts yeah. top five? Oh yeah. for, I mean,
3: for... I okay. Go I'll ahead, go real quick.
1: For me, he's 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 third. If I do a power ranking for my my quarterbacks, Mahomes is number one. And it, it's clear. Like, Mahomes is the, the baddest man out there. I have Joe Burrow second and Jalen Hurts, and they are like, they're this close. Yep, that's they're exactly how close. I have it. They are, and they're very different quarterbacks, but they're mm-hmm. both extremely deadly. They're extremely confident. They don't they don't ever seem like a moment is ever too big for them. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was what heading into the Super Bowl was my only uh, concern, apprehension about Jalen Hurts was is how was he going to do in a, a playoff game that really matters? Because last year, his first playoff game against Tampa Bay, he was terrible. He was dreadful. He was awful. This year, they played the Giants. The Giants, they used up all of their luck just to get to the divisional round of the playoffs. And he didn't. He was kind of hurt, didn't really have to do much against the 49ers. The, the Eagles defense just dominated that game. where they Jalen Hurts didn't have to do much. I didn't really feel like I got a good feel for what Hurts is going to do with his back against the wall in the postseason, because they dominated San Francisco and he, he proved it. He was awesome. He, his stats are fantastic. I feel like he did everything you could have asked for. He had the fumble, which was uh, just a, a random mistake and he, it didn't phase him. It didn't, he didn't get into his head. He ran the ball really well. Uh, He was awesome. And for me, I have him as the third best quarterback and you could, if you were to uh, make an argument for the second, I totally, I would totally believe it.
5: All right, Jordan.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh when Dylan went, I kind of agree with him. Like, I mean, I, I have much love for Hurst. Um, like they're all, like the reason why I like Hurst and Lamar, because they're they're both humble players, you know what I'm saying? When um you watch both Hurst and Lamar's interviews, they they both like take the L or W to the chain, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh I did this, I did that, you know what I'm saying? My bad. I take the L. Da, da, da. I mean that's what separates quarterbacks from like, you know, the top tier and the top and the low. Like they will take you no know, it for the team. You know what I'm saying? So um but Hurts, I mean, I would definitely I mean, like 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 also like like Dylan said, I, I definitely feel like if Hurts didn't go down with that shoulder injury, he would have got MVP. Uh, he was the you know, front runner. Um then Mahomes, I guess, just took took over. Uh, I mean I'm not throwing shit at Mahomes. He definitely was like that
2: it yeah, no, if, if literally it was literally it for her it was literally hurts was 1a Mahomes was 1b
3: yeah mm-hmm. right right. so i mean this year yeah i, I definitely put Mahomes with one hurts two when well, i say allen three but he hasn't really done much in the playoffs like he's been he lost you know i mean I, even that that game against the bills in the afc a couple years ago that I was close um like didn't say? Like those top, you know, after top, top two, top three, like it's uh, it's a toss between to Lamar, Herbert, Burrow. Um, it's like your it's like your fan favorite of who you want.
0: I love how you snuck in Lamar. I saw what you did there. I mean, he's as far as I
3: mean, as far as stats and like athleticism, yeah, you're, you have to put him mean, He's not top twenty. He's top ten, well, top fifteen. So it's he's like, still going
1: to be cheering for him when he's on a different team next year. He's not going to a different team because you got um.
3: But we got Todd Monken from uh, Georgia, so, and he had he he, he um, uh, I think Josina Anderson, I think um I think either Adam Schefter said that Lamar had input on the coordinator position, so I mean that's a good sign. So.
2: And he's a pro style
3: kind of off the coordinator, so.
2: Like I said, like I said in the group chat, Georgia's so not come known down to for their hardball. offense.
0: Yeah, They'll come George down to a on them. That. Slide over to him. I mean, but it's not
3: like he, he's been in a hell before, so it's not like he doesn't have experience.
2: So it's like, you got to draft Stenson Bennett. That's who you're about to give. <laughs> Just
0: kidding. He's got a DUI. It's like, we don't want him.
1: Uh,
0: hey, that doesn't matter. This Kyle, a- where would this- you
1: put Jalen Hurts? What are your thoughts on him?
0: I, I mean, I picked the Eagles to win this one because I, I really like the way that their team is made up. I think Hurts for the modern game is. Yeah. The perfect type of guy you want, you know he's he's got the good arm, he for the most part, good decision maker. He you can use him in RPO and he like I said makes the right decision there. But if he keeps it for himself, he can make plays with his legs. He, I would probably have him three because I'm also a really big Joe Burrow guy, but I feel like Hertz is right there now. Jordan, you did bring up uh, Josh Allen. I feel like Josh Allen took a big hit this year, and I feel like a lot of people are now starting to say, "What will Josh Allen do without Brian Dable?" Because we have to give Brian Dable a lot of credit for Josh Allen's development. We do,
2: yeah. And yeah especially, especially what happened to left. Giants too. It, like oh, yeah. with Dable winning literally Coach of the Year, like saving Danny Dimes career. Yeah, because exactly, Daniel Jones like... was
1: out there, and you have to remember. uh, he was terrible for buffalo this first yeah. couple like he was not a good good player it it really took him until like the last 2 years and he just i don't know Josh Allen for me his stock just dropped and for me there's no way you can tell me that burrow or that Josh Allen is better than Joe Burrow or Jalen Hurts is better than Josh Allen it's there's no way now he could change this this year it's all for him he mm-hmm. totally can do that but the pressure i mean you you guys remember where the everyone said that buffalo was going to go 20 and 0 Allen was going to win MVP and and they just they regressed so I don't it's tough. It's tough to yeah, be a every, supporter for Josh Allen.
2: Yeah. Everything you're saying about Buffalo is correct. I think like the last two years before this year, I was like, man, Buffalo's is going to win it. Like I'm on this Buffalo, like hype train. Like, you know, if there's a team to beat, it's Buffalo. And then mm-hmm. they didn't do it. And going into this year, I was kind of, I'm a little bit premature on it. I would say, but I was kind of like, I'm not picking Buffalo. Like, I don't think Josh Allen has it. and I'm not picking Buffalo until I see Josh Allen actually do it. And it's, it's kind of that make or break season for Buffalo. I think everyone's slowly kind of getting on that train like, Hey, mm-hmm. like you guys built something here. It's time it's time to win. You know, Patrick Mahomes made it to a Super Bowl, like Joe Burrow made it to a Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts made it to a Super Bowl. Where's yours at Josh Allen? You don't have one of those. You're not an M V P contention, yep. like
1: I, I think something. the thing with Josh Allen compared to – so if we're saying those are our top guys, Mahomes, Hurts, Burrow, and Allen, those are the top four guys a lot of people are saying. What dif, what puts Allen at the bottom for me is the – or the, sorry, the basement for Josh Allen, his lows are just so much lower than the other three guys. Patrick exactly. Mahomes, his ceiling is high. Josh Allen, when, his, when Josh Allen's playing his best, he's just as good as any other quarterback in the league. But he's a roller coaster. He's up and he's down. Patrick Mahomes, he not so much. Jalen Hurts, not so much. Joe Burrow, he's always dialed in. Josh Josh Allen needs to figure out a way to just take those bad people. And I think the attitude will change. But he, yeah, it's you have to worry about their window being closed because they've had this kind of team building. It's been it's been going their way. And I'm gonna say it. As a fan of a team that had heartbreaking playoff losses year after year, as a Saints fan, it's really hard to get up for another year. You have that, that last year, the, a- the AFC Divisional round with the shootout where you lose losing overtime and you're pissed off because you didn't get the ball. This year, you're anointed as a favorite. You play in conditions that you should be equipped for because you live in Buffalo and you get spanked. Yep. It's tough. Like It's really hard to get up for another year as well as you're having to pay other players. I- I think they have one more year left in their window if it hasn't already closed.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, real quick, I want to go around the panel and be like, "Who, who are your?" I would say top, top ten quarterbacks. Real quick, we'll go top around the run. I mean, you know like, like, yeah, you don't I, guess to like a,
2: I guess, I guess, I guess, we gotta like, I guess we kind of have a top four already. You don't, and like we, we kind of just like, have to go through five through ten, really. Just for so yeah. quick, you don't
3: have to like say your reasoning. You Just gotta name
2: the players, yeah. real quick. You know oh man, to like. I gotta think of a. Uh, we can do it I collectively.
0: Guess, uh, so we'll go, uh, Mahomes, uh, Burrow, Hurts. We've established as the top three. Those are three. Yep. Three. Uh, all right. So then you have Allen. Who we said four, but I mean that you could. Kind you of could put convince that me between four
1: range. and like eight. Like you, there's so yeah. much variance. Up, with that. Yes. Yeah. Sure.
0: Would uh, you put probably Trevor Lawrence top ten? Yep.
1: I put I put him top ten. Yep. Justin Herbert's going to be top ten. So Even though he can't right win games, he he's still really talented. So that so that's what we got three down. That's six, that's six guys oh, six. Right that's six. So we got six. four more to go. Lamar, oh yeah, Lamar. He's a top yeah. ten quarterback. I'll Herbert. put him in there. Yeah, you Herbert. Said Herbert? So we got um, seven
0: with Lamar.
1: Where do we put Aaron um, Rodgers? Because he didn't play like a top ten quarterback this year. He didn't have – he had yeah. one game with three uh, touchdowns, no 300-yard
2: gains. It, it's crazy to, It's crazy when we bring up Aaron Rodgers and still think, though, like two out of the last three MVPs it's are been him. named Aaron Rodgers. It's been him. It's been him. I, I, I don't think I, I'm at a point where I want to not put Aaron Rodgers at a top 10 list. I'm fine not having him in a top five or a top seven, but Maybe top, not top 10. Maybe 10. Let's put him 10.
1: That's he 10. could be He
2: could be 10. He could be 10 and, and say maybe okay. we have an argument for someone else. So we need three more right,
0: quarterbacks. So well, would, would give would give us eight. We need two more. Uh, two um, more. Dang. I'm trying to think. Uh, so we got what? Tua. Uh, We've I mean, Jets don't have anything. Got Mac Jones, you have Kenny nope. Pickett. Nope. You have so we already said Lamar. We already said Burrow.
2: That's Deshaun yeah. Watson. Oh, no. Um, Deshaun, Deshaun, I need, to see, I need to see it. Right. I need yeah, to see right. it. I need to see it before I do
3: Deshaun. anything. I don't um, know. I have seen him so. with um, him, so.
2: Yeah. Um, Let's see what it right. is next I'm not year. putting Ryan Tannehill nope. in the top 10. Nope. Kirk, Kirk Cousins is a no. Kirk. <sighs> Man. I don't know. When, when, we, when we're Wilson going down the list, it's like, it's like does, Kirk fit, it's like, does Kirk fit now? It's like, does Kirk Ky- fit now? Just Kyler Murray tore his ACL? It's like, man, Roger, not Rogers, but Brady retiring kind of, you know, shortens the list a little bit. There's it's, not it's, a, as many. Interesting. Like, What about like... Uh, Stafford Matthew Stafford, like, what we're with him. So. It's it's so rough to think because it's like, man, last time we saw Matthew Stafford out as healthiest, he won a Super Bowl. But last Bowl. time we saw Matthew Stafford, period, it wasn't good. It was, it it was rough. Was so it's like, man, it's where where do you gauge how good Stafford actually is? Like because who knows? He could come back perfect, perfect shoulder cup could come back fine, and it's like, boom, the Rams are Super Bowl contenders again. Like you guys. Thought like they Did were that
3: Geno Smith for him having no. That, no. that first no. 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 And look. I love Geno, that's a great story. He's I'm, not the, I'm the Seahawks
2: fan here, love Geno. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, Geno can't, he has no comeback gene into him, so I'm even though he won comeback there. player of the year, yeah, <laughs> he, can, he can't win a game in comeback time, but he won comeback player of the year. It's a little yeah. ironic. Uh, man, I'm trying to think like who's it's it's rough it's the rough quarter, you know the it's, quarter the, you, you, you know, oh, fuck it's me. like you used to have a list of like quarterbacks where you could be like we could make a definite top 10 and it's like the leagues become tougher and tougher in competition and it's like mm-hmm. all of the talent has kind of just spread out in the league to where it's like you don't really know but and then it's also like the le- league's so spread out in talent you don't really have many star quarterbacks like you definitely have a tier like if you had a tier one list it would be Mahomes, Burrow, hurts that would be your top three and then your tier twos you'd probably get at your josh allen's your lamar jackson's your justin herberts and then after that it's like it's kind of a cliff yeah it's like maybe you could put aaron Rodgers in that tier maybe you could put a couple other guys and then if that like that tier three it's like these guys like we've seen them we've seen them be good they've shown us some flashes but also we've seen them be bad Mm -hmm. we've shown them they've shown us they they've had some struggles so it's like we're we're getting to a point where like we used to have like uh to be honest I used to think like all the quarterback positions in the league were probably going to be filled it seemed like everyone was having some talent there and now it's kind of like these teams are kind of struggling there's a little bit of parity like we don't have all the guys that we thought we did Yeah good
0: point Yeah I, I can't come with top 10 I mean Goff had a really he had a good, good, good season. year season you just have to, you just wonder, could he do it again next year?
1: Yeah. Huntley. He made a pro bowl. Pro bowl. He top for pro
2: bowl. <laughs> Can't help myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, why are you guys go? Why are you guys trying to resign Lamar when you already got a pro bowl quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I, I know it's not your fault that that happened, Jordan. I know it's not your fault man. that that it happened, but it's funny that it happened. You don't get to sign the pro uh, bowlers. You better
0: hope Huntley doesn't get a big head next year after being a pro bowler. Watch him ask for a
2: trade. He's going to ask for a trade. He's going to be like, trade me to I'm a
0: pro bowl quarterback sitting on the bench. What's up with that? (laughs) Right. That would be hilarious uh, if that
2: happened. He did play well in
3: that that throwing challenge. He hit those big targets. And so did Gino. Um,
2: You guys want him? No,
3: I don't want him. If you're not gonna come to the top 10, no, nah, I don't.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, want to talk about well, that call? Yes, that's what I was about to go to. So everybody's about to talking about this holding call at the end of the game. Yeah. Jordan and I, you know, went through this last night talking about it. Um, so for Jake and Dylan, because like I said, Jordan and I really talked about this at depth last oh, night. Man. Do you agree it was a holding call, number one? And number two, do you think it was egregious enough that they, maybe they could have let it go and let the game kind of play out however it was going to play out after that? So, was it a holding call to begin with?
2: Yeah, I think we could both agree it was a hold. Bradbury even told us it was a hold. Juju Smith was like, yeah, I was held. Like, I think the basis of it being a hold, there's nothing to argue there. I think if there's anybody arguing if it was a hold or not like that's there's just no argument your literal player said he he did it um it's just it, it was it the right time or should have, they have done it that's that's always tricky with me because it's like when these games happen when these penalties happen it's like they have so many different refs calling these things. You don't know if the dude who swallowed his whistle was the dude who called that penalty. You don't know who's throwing the flags. And I, there's probably a stat. There's probably something that will actually show it and come out. But it's always risky. I'm always for letting them play. Like, if you're not going to call it, don't call it when it gets clutched because it just does seem like it's very one-sided. But, like, at the end of the day, it's a penalty. And, you know, if the Chiefs did lose the game and you know, it probably would have came out they would have been upset about the whole, you know, we would be seeing reports that like, I was held all this and that, Kansas City fans would probably probably been rioting, being like, not rioting, but of course, but like, been very upset like you know, that he was held, especially mm. if we saw replays of it, so it's always going to work in one team's way I think, you know, if it didn't get called, Kansas City was going to be upset it got called, and it just ended up hurting Philadelphia, one way or another something was going to happen to where it wouldn't have happened what I, I would have called it probably not if there was no penalties really kind of being called it seemed like the only ref action we really got was replay reviews which was really the big thing with them um personally i probably wouldn't have called it but i understand why they did at the end of the day it is a it is a penalty he did commit a penalty and it's not anything wrong for them to necessarily call it I, it's just a matter of like you know, I guess personal opinion, you know, it's just the matter of the flow of the game. And I get why people are upset about it as a Phil. If I was a Philadelphia fan, I'd be massively upset about it, especially if that was in the Super Bowl and times where, you know, Kansas City could have been doing that the whole game. I think I think it was Bradbury's quote that said it pretty well or whoever's quote it was, was like, man, I was just playing to the flow of the game. That's what they were doing to us all game. It's what I was doing back. And, you know, I, 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 I get that. You know, if I was a receiver or a cornerback and we were hand fighting, tugging on jerseys that whole entire game, and then the fourth quarter at the most important time, that's when they decide to call it, instead of the first quarter when they could have called it and we've established, like, hey, this is not okay. Um, I think that's where a lot of people are upset, and I understand that.
0: Okay. Yep. Uh, Jake, uh,
2: so, so, Dylan, I'll, I'll say that like it was a hold. It, it was
1: obviously a hold. Mm-hmm. Part what I have thrown the flag in, in that moment? I'm hesitant to. At the same time, though, I, I still have PTSD from the, the Saints championship game against the Rams, and mm-hmm. I can know just how infuriating it is. Now, that call, was, call was Yeah, those are in different tiers as far as a uh, level of being egregious and whatnot, mm-hmm. but my gut is like, you got to call it right. He did hold it. The thing that I want to kind of point out is uh, Fox did no justice for the ref for the officiating on that call because the replay they showed over and over again, they just showed the defender with his hand on the guy's hip or on his back. They didn't show him grabbing a fistful of Jersey and yanking on it back Mm -hmm. at the start of the play. I was listening to uh, Rich Eisen and he's, he was at the game and the replay they showed in the arena showed him pulling the, the, uh, the Jersey back. He had Philly fans around him and they were like, I can't be pissed about it because look at, look at the replay. It's blatant. That's by the book, the Fox official, the Fox replays didn't show what was the actual penalty. The Greg Olson, who I, for the record, I absolutely love Greg Olson. He did fantastic, but he, I think he went a little too far as far as um, hyping up how bad of a call it was. Yeah. What I call it, it's tough to say. It it really is. I'd have to be on the field to to really get a gauge for it. There were other missed calls, but like he was beat. Bradbury's gonna get beat. That's the other thing. Is when he moved, he was gonna get beat. And he and Mahomes, I know he overthrew him, but that's because of the hold. Like it's tough. I, I hate that it ended on such a such, I don't want to say controversy, but just a way that just felt like it's just yeah. a letdown. Because that Super Bowl was the best Super Bowl I've seen, I've watched since the Steelers. Uh Cardinals Super Bowl as far as pure excitement, I I, I went through with my dad today, and I'm thinking of all the Super Bowls in between, excluding the Saints Super Bowl, like because that's my team. Like as far as just pure enjoyment, that was the best Super Bowl, and to kind of have that be at the end is, eh. but but the guy it it just doesn't feel good. Yeah, it doesn't. Feel,
2: it, it, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, it's it's like you had a story, like you're waiting for that storybook ending, and it's like they kind of ripped out the last couple pages. Sure. You know?
1: and, and and you know we don't know what would have happened if Philly had had they'd have one timeout. And I think they'd have like a minute and a half left to to work with. We don't know how that would have looked. But uh, it's tough because you can you can make the argument either way. Because was it holding? Yes. Do you want officials to be? letting the moment dictate how they do calls that gets into that gets into really sketchy stuff because that's how you get the saints game a few years ago Uh, you want your officials to be pretty pretty by the book so i'm i I know i people hate like fence sitters and wishy-washy but i'm i've been thinking about it since the super bowl happened and i'm like man i just i don't feel good about any of it i'm curious what uh jordan and kyle think about it what they're Regurgitate some of your thoughts from from last night. Yeah,
3: so I mean, we we me and Kyle both agreed that you know um, the game should not have been had not should not you know have ended that way. Um, now Freddie, he 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 came on the show last night and he did have a point. He said that I mean, at the end of the day, you shouldn't have the refs. If you play well, you should have the refs decide the, the your fate. Uh, when it comes to you know to, to the last play. Um but yes it was a hold. Um now like to your point, Jake, you said like that flag that wasn't called for the best of Affairs. That was clearly a you know Passage Affairs call. Different tier level different tier level, but I believe that wasn't the Super Bowl though, but this was more like it was the, the NFC last, championship
1: game. Yeah. So it so it was a mind.
3: game leading up to the Super Bowl. So um yeah I mean yeah, it was a hold. Um, I was curious to see why Mahomes was pointing because he he probably knew knew that it was a flag.
2: He kind of did the... the flag. The flag felt late, like it kinda, during so, like the so actual. So that's a good broadcast. point, Dylan. And I, I actually I've, yeah. I've
1: done some research onto why it was late. Is so the 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 official that's on the line that's watching the receiver when the the play starts. He sees the hold. He sees the jersey get pulled. So there's a couple seconds for that. Then he has to his line of sight has to go from the receiver to the quarterback and make sure that the quarterback still has the ball in his hands before he throws the flag. Oh, okay. to make sure if it's holding or, or yep. pass interference or whatever. So he, yep. he has to go hold. Okay. And now have to go see what Mahomes is doing. Mahomes also had all those dudes because he was getting pressured by Philly on the, the left side, which is where their official was. So he probably didn't have the best angle to see if Mahomes still had the ball. And that's why it was a little late. The officials are also taught to make sure you if you're going to throw the flag make sure it is if it takes you an extra second to throw it in make sure it's right i get that fans are thinking oh he missed the pass then the flag's going to be late you you think the same thing with uh foul calls in the nba where like lebron or kevin or i go up for a basket they miss it and then there's a really late whistle it's the officials having to process everything and make sure they get it right like yeah, it did seem late, but there was a reason for is that the, the process that the officials have to go through to make sure the call is right just takes longer than a typical obvious pass interference or or holding
2: on the offensive line. Actually, that's yeah. like pretty good to know.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. well, but well, I mean, my yeah. only thought about it was uh kind of like you said, Jake, if if you don't call that, you know, Bucker still kicks a field goal, they're up three or whatever. I was just hoping to see, you know, Philly get the ball back, have that almost Brady moment in that Super Bowl with, you know, John Madden classically saying, oh, go to, here, go to overtime, go to overtime. Yep. See what Hurts could have done in a situation like that. You know, could he drive them down the field to get a game-tying field goal or something like that? Or win it. So, yeah, exactly. So I feel like for as good as the game was, I feel like that's the ending we probably should have had. Even if it was you know Hertz makes a mistake, throws a pick or something, and the game ends that way. It it would have been definitive.
2: It would have been definitive.
0: Yeah. Now with this one, it's like people are looking at it like, well, was the throw from Mahomes, was it uncatchable? Should that affect it? Because the throw like landed out of bounds.
1: So a good point there, Kyle, that I've 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 listened to a lot of stuff on this for defensive holding, the pass being catchable isn't applicable. It's only for pass interference. Because with holding you could jack up a guy's route at the start. Um, okay. And That's then the, the, the guy throws it, it can make it so I because I thought the same thing. I'm like, man, it's sale. But listening to podcasts today and yesterday, holding doesn't holding and catchable don't correlate. It's only for
2: interference. When when you go back and talk about like how bad the Fox view was, like, yeah, it was like the only thing we showed was like the kind of like little tug behind the line of scrimmage. It was terrible. Behind the the... the line of scrimmage. And I was like, that's allowed. You're allowed to have a little bit of contact with the receiver within five yards. So I was kind of like, really, where's like, what's the big deal here? And then it was like, it took like 10 minutes for us to be like, oh. Well, that's yeah. what he
1: did. The funny thing yeah. is they didn't show the jersey tug and then they they stopped before the ball was really thrown. We got like a 2-second little clip. And I'm like, "Give me the whole play. Give me a whole rundown of the play that they were showing in the stadium." It it mm-hmm. was it was weird for Fox to mess that up cuz they've been great otherwise this year.
0: Okay. Um well, actually before we, you know, get off the Super Bowl and the NFL and all that, I did want to bring up one thing because you know, Steichen is now going to oh. be the, what, Colts coach. And Gannon. Gannon's Gannon going Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. You know, uh. Gannon, Gannon had a rough night, but, you know. Man. That, that's fine. Uh, a lot of people have been talking about, we we saw it in the group chat, about the enemy. Yeah, we can say that for our that, podcast
3: show, because that's, I got, that's, I, got that's I got my. That's, that's true. But I, I, just, wanted to, I just wanted <laughs> one thing, yeah, okay. just real
0: quick answers, because mm-hmm. I do want to get to the. Little grid trivia thing that I have, but
3: oh, we're doing that too. Oh, yeah, yeah I've got yeah. one,
0: so uh, yeah, I got cool, one that, cool. that we're gonna do just to try it out and see how it goes. But okay, I thought Andy Reid said something interesting because Andy Reid said, If Eric B'enemy goes somewhere, I hope he gets to run the show. And I felt when I first read it, I was kind of like, That seems like a weird thing to say about B'enemy because it almost makes it seem like you're letting everybody know like he wasn't running the offense in Kansas city. And let's say teens were calling Andy Reid about the enemy. Is that the kind of things he was kind of telling teens about him?
2: Man, I don't know that, that quote, like I could all, I also take that quote as like, man, I hope he can become a head coach and not a coordinator. Like he can, he can run the show. He can run the team. Like this is his team. Mm-hmm. Like the head coach is kind of the face yeah, I'm to look the coaching at the interview. I'm to look at the that, um, that. That's the what interview. I personally mm-hmm. took that as. That's what I personally took that as, but your point could also make a lot of sense too.
0: But I mean, I do think that he probably, because of Andy Reid, you know, I remember yeah. Ty mentioned like with Steichen and Nick Sirianni. There's a big difference though. Sirianni is not viewed like Andy. Andy Reid is like Mount Rushmore. Nope. Yeah, today's yeah. especially, especially,
2: yep, especially yeah. after just adding to his resume.
5: Yep.
0: Right. So for the who is on the offensive staff, Andy Reid is a big offensive guy. It's easy for people watching it to be like, you know, how much does the really have input in the offense when we know Andy Reid's there? So I do think with the if he goes to, was it like Washington, I guess he's rumored to go. Now you go to Washington. And you turn that offense around.
2: Yeah, you make Sam. They, like, we would have hey, to look,
0: hey, we'd have to look at the enemy as that offensive guru guy. I, Whereas,
2: I live in
1: Washington's market and mm-hmm. all they need is a, they need some O-line help and a quarterback. They have good receivers, good running backs, enemy would, if they, if Washington could get a new owner in enemy they'd be winning the freaking Super Bowl. They'd yeah, throw a we parade in DC. <laughs>
2: Trust man, me, they would be so happy. Yeah. We were talking about it in the group chat. Let's, Sports Empire Network by, by the commanders. We'll run it. We'll <laughs> run it.
3: <laughs> more like, more like I'll run it. No fight, fight, fight. <laughs> oh, man. You can't yeah,
0: afford so that, Tyler. To throw no, what? So, so three for, billion, billion at Lamar to come play quarterback for you? <laughs> three billion. <laughs> <laughs> answer your like, question, oh, Kyle. He'd though be like, uh, we uh,
2: could get Ray Lewis
0: on the team, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you, you'd probably give Lamar like a blank check and be like, "Hey, man, write whatever you want. We got it. We could cover it. Hundred million, like, no."
3: <laughs> sure, I'll get Marshall would, Lynch back.
0: Like, because Snyder has been trash in Washington. Like anybody could do that better than him. So. Yeah, anyway. that—that's
1: a whole podcast we could talk about. Yeah. As someone who lives in their market for the past three years—it's um, terrible, and I hope oh, I, hope that uh, oh, yeah. hope they get yeah, into mean- it. They deserve it.
0: Like like Jordan said, it's something that we could definitely talk about for another show. I just want to throw it out there real quick. Yeah, because that the whole the Mo- the Mooney, that
3: whole Mooney rule and everything yeah. we can get into. that. Yeah,
1: no, no. BN, I don't think Andy Reid meant anything bad. I think he just said that. Look, wherever B Enemy goes, he should be playing, calling the play shots. He should be running the team. He's good enough where he could be a head coach yeah. and run the team. I don't think Andy Reid is going to be a guy who would uh who throw anyone under the bus. It's just the rumors are B Enemy doesn't interview well, but. I'll, I'll say this: Last year, the Saints they got they hired Dennis Allen as their head coach. They were also they interviewed the enemy. I wanted the enemy. I didn't want Dennis Allen. Like I don't care how bad he interviews, I want him on my team. I want him to be my coach. It,
2: it's just it's just when you think about it, like Mahomes is the youngest quarterback to win two MVPs and two Super Bowls, and it's just like you don't want the dude who's kind of you know, running the run offense that? for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not only the youngest,
1: he's, but he's yeah, one of like, like four quarterbacks. that's every time. Like, exactly.
2: Exactly. And it's like, maybe if he's not calling all the plays there, he has to have at least a big piece on that offense. And like, yep. you just, you gotta get him in there. That's probably a risk worth taking, especially oh. if it's like, he can turn your quarterback into, uh, not even saying into Patrick Mahomes or into the chief's offense, but anything like, and just near, like you can get that. He can make his own way with, stuff there and that's um, I don't bring going to just... washington that'd be great exactly i'd
1: love it, I'd love it. they're not my team but i i have to watch washington every sunday yeah. i'd love to see some better football <laughs> yeah it, it's crazy
2: it's crazy to think that like he's interviewing for other oc spots because he has to to prove like hey i can do this it's garbage to get a head coach. it's garbage yeah. it's like winning this two is... super bowls wasn't enough going it's to how... three of them wasn't enough I mean, if I was the
3: owner um, of the Commanders, and I I think I heard I think um, either Adam Schefter or one of the respected um, NFL insiders said that um, Greg Roman is the interview for the position. I pick Airbnb Enemy over at Greg Roman <laughs> for sure. Yep. But but Greg Roman he does have you know a good run passing scheme, but Air Enemy he's way better than well
0: Roman like, be, like like dealing like, like a enemy yeah. like doesn't want that job they can't be left like well i guess we right. just won't have so, a coordinator so
3: so like i know we 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 hired todd from georgia right so can and also the coordinator can he bring in his bring in bring in his own staff Nope. kind it's, of some he,
2: it, it just depends, depends on the team it just depends yeah. there would be some offensive like some teams might go up to the offensive coordinator and be like like if they have like a defensive minded head coach, for example, they'd be like, hey, bring in some of like your quarterbacks coaches or the receivers coaches, you know, work well, like bring in like they, they they might ask for a lot of input. Like they probably play a lot of input. But at the end of the day, if the coach is like, I want this dude with me, that the coach is going to get what he
1: wants. And, and usually you only see that if a the coaching step is all brand new, where they bring brand, in some guys, yeah. for, if, it, if the head coach is new because the the head coach has been there for when, a while. He's got his other dudes.
3: Yeah, because I heard he might bring guys. in some uh, person from Georgia that you know was on the team, whatever. too. Yeah, the, yeah I, I imagine. It's, it's case, so probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I imagine in that case, so he can
2: probably.
5: Yeah, yeah. I imagine he be in like, like
0: some "Hey, analyst guy that he had at Alabama and the Patriots signed him because Bill O'Brien really wanted him." So, uh Monk, like uh, Todd was a Monkin. I can't remember his last name. But, Todd Munkin. That's probably yeah. That's probably like a guy that he'll tell Baltimore, like, "Yeah, this guy's been with me. I want him here. He'll be." my quarterback coach or something would be
3: like yeah. is it is there like national championships is it like assistant yeah. offensive coordinator or whatever I don't
2: know. Yeah it could be whatever. And I uh, before he we move on to that, that yes. oh, I was about to say last time before we move ahead. on to the trivia uh Derek Carr was released. Or After will, will, he will told them I'm not waving my no trade. Good.
0: So you're good.
2: good. Give, good. You give the massive middle finger <laughs> to the Raiders Like, (laughs) do whatever you can to say, screw you, like, Las Vegas. Like, don't get any value off me. You cut me. You cut me. And I'll go where Mm -hmm. I want. Yep. Yep. And which I think is really smart. I feel like, honestly, when you look at it, like, you know, we saw Derek Carr visit the Saints. And it seemed like they pretty much had some mutual interest. But, like, the biggest thing came down to, like, the Saints really didn't have a way to trade for them. There's not going to be a salary cap possible way that that was going to work. And... I think really if they wanted to make this kind of connection work, that Derek Carr being released was something that had to happen. I think the saints knew that. And they were kind of like, Hey, like we want you Like just, we can't just, trade for you. I can't
1: trade for you. Just, just we'll get you. We'll get you. Yeah. Just, you know, just like, like them hold, them it out, hold it out, hold
2: it out. Like they'll be like, I, I think both sides knew like, Hey, they're going to cut me. And I think the saints were like, Hey, we're the only team like really pressing hard for trade interests. So like, they'll probably cut you. And, you know, we saw Cam Jordan tweeting and saying, "Like, well, I yeah, swear, that Valentine's Day thing."
3: I, I <laughs> swear, Cam Jordan at the um, NFL honors took a shot to at Sean Payton. I, I don't know if I y'all like, caught that. I don't know if y'all caught that when he I was mean, uh, hosting he's not or, the or not. Hosting. I mean, it's no, but good I'm set. saying, like, uh, like I was saying in the group chat uh, right, right after mm-hmm. he said, he was like, um, I, "I, I think he was like one of the persons uh, calling out the award for the player or whatever," and he was when he caught. After after world was caught, he was like Sean Payton. Um, you you better think guy you're not in the NFC or something some like that.
2: Probably he's probably just taking the dick out of him because it was his former coach dog. who left.
1: It's just trash talk. Cam's yeah. a leader. He, his talents aren't as great what they used to be. I love Cam, but like he's just gonna. It's just for show. I don't think yeah. he's. I'll tell you this: if he had it, I guarantee if he's like Dennis Allen, Sean. Pay- picture would come back. But he knows he's not. So he's just gonna just make fun of it.
2: I, I don't I don't really think we're really gonna be burning the house down for a Saints Broncos matchup in the near future. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't really like going nope. to buy a ticket for that. Nope. <laughs> yeah. All right yeah, I'm, so ready for, I'm ready for this let, man. Let's how,
0: Go ha, ahead how, this grid. How's it gonna right work? now and explain to you. So here we go. Oh, now okay. the teams I did choose oh. is because we are all affiliated with them and then the Super oh, Bowl man. team. So basically how this will work. Um if you're like looking at this square you'd have to name a player who played for the Eagles and the Ravens at any point in their career. I'll open it up to not only like current players if you had a player who might have retired recently that's okay. Oh, no. oh where'd it go?
2: Oh there we, we go. It. I was like it all so, disappeared. <laughs> yeah so it's
0: like Eagles, Ravens, Eagles, Seahawks, Eagles, Saints, Chiefs, Ravens, so you get that. Um, Now, a lot of people do it as like a tic-tac-toe type of thing, but I feel like since there's the three of you guys, try to fill in all the squares. We'll go like one at a time. You name a square that you think you have a player in, and if you get it, we'll...
3: I'm trying to we'll see move. like but for the first one like who
2: played for I already for got one for the first one it's easy well, I mean one
0: Jordan you said you said
2: you should, you should know this you hyped this dude up all season you signed him as a free agent and I told you you were going to cut him because he was not oh, going to do anything Okay for your team. okay
3: all right I know. <laughs> I know I know
1: I know I know
3: but, I know
0: I know we'll Okay with, we'll start with Jake we'll go Jake Jordan Dylan and I know Jake, Dylan Now I know, a story now I know. Yeah
1: playing. so Saints Eagles this is the one that that hurts it still hurts. It's going to hurt forever. Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. The Saints traded him, I think, for a fifth-round draft pick because they didn't want to pay him. He is. He turned out to be just a complete stud and a huge part for Philly's success. And I'm still bitter about it because he's awesome and I, I miss him to this day. All right. Oh, Kyle's got to create a text bubble. So. Oh, okay, now you got it. Good.
0: Yeah, so that square is, that square is good. Uh, Jordan, is there a square you can fill in?
3: Yeah, Deshaun Jackson.
2: <laughs> One said the Ravens Eagles? yeah. Okay. Uh, that's yeah, whatever. That's the same. Close enough, man. Now.
0: Yeah. All right, Dylan.
2: Uh, yeah. I guess I'll get the Seahawks Eagles out of the way. Uh, Sidney Jones, uh, quarterback. Um, okay. is he? I'm pretty sure he's still on. I'm not sure if he's still on Seattle now, but he's obviously played for both teams. See, oddly enough,
0: when I tried to do this myself, that square, I couldn't come for the current guy. I actually went with Ricky Waters there, but that's that's Ooh, a good Ricky one. Ricky Waters, that's
2: a good man. One. I was thinking, that one got me stumped. I was like, that one's probably going to be the roughest one out of all of them. And then I was like, actually, I'm pretty sure Sidney Jones played on the Eagles.
0: All right. Um, all
1: right. So that's back to me. So Jake, yeah, right. okay.
2: See, so, I think so after this round,
3: we should do like, so like me and Sissy's Tic-Tac-Toe we should do like me and Kyle first and then like Dylan and like well this Chick, like I then... said
0: since there's like three of you guys yeah. I was just gonna do it like can you just fill in all the squares? Oh okay sure.
1: so I'm having a hard time thinking of current players but I know for the Saints Chiefs one of my favorite wide receivers for the Saints uh growing up with a team those early years was Joe Horn.
5: Oh he okay. he yeah. was
1: a Pro Bowl wide receiver he was a huge part of that team Kind of the leader of the team when they were going through Katrina that year in 05. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was drafted by the Chiefs, I think, in like the seventh round in like '95 or something like that. Great receiver, known for the cell phone on Monday Night Football, <laughs> number 87. Joe Little Bighorn. Uh, love that dude from a tiny little podunk town in Mississippi. And his son plays uh plays corner. I think it's for the Panthers now. Like it's it's cool to see. So yeah, yeah. Joe Horn. All
0: right, Jordan. What's where you are? Uh, Pop,
1: Pop, Pop,
3: Orlando Brown Jr. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. Yes. Right. Either
2: that or Brandon Williams. But yeah, I, yeah, guess, uh, I guess that works June.
0: too. Because oh, Orlando Brown Jr. is the guy I thought of too. All right, Dylan?
2: Uh, man, I guess I'll take that Seahawks Chiefs one out of the way. You got to do the Super Bowl champ, Frank Clark. Uh, yep. Man, it's a yeah. rough one. I was happy when we traded him. Uh, He was, really wasn't doing too great at his ladder end at the end of seattle and it was we paid him a lot of money too like i didn't want him to get all that money on my seattle team mm-hmm. traded on me one two Super Bowls. so you know i feel a little indifferent about it
0: all right well we'll say um for this square where jake you said you had joe horn the name i thought of was tyron matthew that's I was oh say that. duh uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah.
1: So I guess for me, I forgot about him because he's been such a disappointment compared to what I thought we were going to get. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> man. All right. So now you guys got the Patriots column filling.
2: And I feel like this is the roughest one. Like this is hard. <laughs> yeah. Like oof. <laughs> like. Nothing. So, oh man.
1: I know. I'm trying to think of a current player because I got one in my back. For. A Okay, I'm gonna have to go with a guy from uh, to Bucky Jones, a safety for the pa- uh, Patriots and the Saints. I think he mm-hmm. was a part of one of the one of your guys' Super Bowls, in mm-hmm. like oh, I think it was the, the first Super Bowl against the Rams. Played with the Saints for a couple of years. Um, I think he had the the pick six against Warner in that Super Bowl. Was it Jones that did that? Does that ring a bell, uh, Kyle?
0: No, no, that was uh, that was Ty Law.
1: Oh, it was Ty Law? Okay, yeah, yeah. well, but yeah, the, to Bucky Jones. Uh, I was struggling, like I'm going through both rosters, and I'm like, man, I got, I got nothing, I got nothing on this one. But I'll go to Bucky Jones.
2: We so we called him say- to Bucky I-
1: Jones because he was such a letdown in New
2: Orleans. Yeah. Oh man, I I, I I I just figured out one for mine for Seahawks Patriots, and it threw it like I could not do it, and like this one's gonna make Kyle happy when I say
0: it. <laughs> uh, well, hold on, I was just gonna say that for the Saints
2: Patriots, I had Brandon Cooks. Oh yes! Yeah. That's, wow! Yep. I'm surprised I didn't think of that. Yeah. Yep.
1: I guess I well, thought. Yeah. Of, like, Cooks has game. been on like a million teams. So you just kind of forget about <laughs> him. He's right. been yeah. on every team in the league.
2: I was struggling thinking of like a Patriots one too. That's All a good right, one. Drew,
0: so what you so, mean, so, so Montgomery.
3: Well, I had my pick, but who was that lineman that was on the Ravens that was on the Patriots for a couple of years? Um, uh, I don't know, man. You're supposed to tell us. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> well, I was well, gonna I, say. Uh, I was going to say Judon.
2: Yes. Oh, Judon. Yep. Yeah. That's a good one. Good player. Uh, I don't okay. know. Uh, yeah, I miss him. Yeah, Judon's, a, no, Judon's a good one. Yeah. I didn't think of that in my head at first. And I guess it's up to me. I've gotten some of the wildest who's who I got Sidney Jones, Frank Clark, and to end it up, I got Philip Dorsett as my last one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> nice what I mean. I mean, he has. I mean, obviously, he was a great special teamers for the mm-hmm. Pats. Um he wasn't really. He wasn't really too much for Seattle. He did get some catches here and there, but I mean, it, that was rough. It was hard thinking of a, a Seattle's Patriots one.
5: Okay.
2: So, Patriots hard I mean,
0: for everybody. It
2: feels yeah. like that was the toughest one to to go for. Patriots really like their their own talent. Like they draft them themselves. Yeah. so yep. it's, it's rough.
0: Yeah, yeah that's why I, I wanted to throw that in there because I knew it might make you think a little bit. So I mean you guys got that probably a little quicker than I probably would have wanted to. So I might have to try to make it <laughs> a little bit more difficult next year. Who'd
2: you have who'd you have for the Seahawks Patriots? I had actually let me see. Who
0: did I write down? All right, Josh Gordon.
2: Oh, I guess oh, I guess that's Josh good Gordon one. works. I like that. That's a that's that's a sneaky one. I yeah, forgot man, like, he played on the He has really been
3: consistent though. Like, uh, that's like he's
2: hey, he's on Seattle's XFL team too. So <laughs> smoking too much weed. Go see, go bronze. see dragons. Go see dragons. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so maybe next week I might do an NBA one. We'll see. Ooh, that's ooh, gonna that be a little fun. rougher. All
2: yeah. right, that's gonna be a little rougher. I mean, that one will make me think a lot harder. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll think That'd about be good. that one. And That'd then, good. once again, to baseball season, that could open up some baseball ones. Oh, but... I'm terrible at that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. wolf, for man. sure, I'm terrible. Okay, okay. Man. Well, i will be, I'll, still be fun, brothers. but I'm
1: just warning you, I'm going to take last place in that competition. <laughs>
2: oh, no, nah, man, we, we won't be sharing last pri- last cool. place. That's a that's a shareable bronze medal. We'll, yeah. we'll chill in the basement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I right, I guess if we do base uh, baseball, we'll Make it a collaborative effort. You guys could like talk amongst yourselves to that's ma- if it's baseball,
2: one. I'll make it. Kyle Kyle can guess.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I could probably give clues or whatever to try to get you there. But all right, so I mean, you guys like this, I can keep doing it. Yeah, definitely. It. Yeah, it was yes, fun. yes. All yes. right, that was good. then that'll definitely work. So
2: I didn't think I was gonna have to talk about Sydney Jones or <laughs> Philip Dorset today, but it's <laughs> glad that I did. <laughs>
0: exactly you yeah. know mm-hmm. the, the names we forget but um i know i said we're going to talk xfl but we've gone on long enough we could save xfl for next week although it does start this weekend right yeah i believe yeah yeah, yeah i think so uh, so i guess just one question i about it will you watch
2: i'm interested they have they have a lot of uh i wouldn't say they have a lot of big name guys but for example we talked about like josh gordon there's some different like quarterbacks like aj mccarron like
5: mm-hmm.
2: he's going to yeah. be in it um they have they have some other guys like uh, I know uh, I have a lot of uh, friends who follow Kansas football, like Puka Williams. Uh, they're running back who there and really good. He's going to be in it. So I'm going to watch. I'm not sure if I'm going to stay invested. Like it might be one of those things where like I watch a game or so and then like check the highlights. And, you know, if it seems like it's very interesting, I might catch into a, a couple of games. But eh, I probably won't start watching it maybe till like they have like a playoffs and I'll see where it goes from there.
3: Like when did their season one end, like end around?
2: Normally? I think it's like two months long, to be honest yeah. with you. I it's think not, it's not only not. like, I'm pretty sure there's only like eight games.
1: Let's oh. see. There are 10 games and then the okay. playoffs are. So it's going to end the the, the the championship is on May 13th. Okay, and the regular okay. season ends on April twenty second, twenty third. So they kind bit of fine. fit in. They kind of fit but in, the in before NFL we get drive. to like
0: NBA. Well, the uh, USFL is going to start
1: about that time too.
0: Oh, I forgot USFL. So we're going to have mm.
1: football now. The quality of the football we don't know, but we're going to have football. Mm. You know, almost all the way through till July. So yeah, I'll watch. Uh, it's, it's okay, I watch. It's a It's definitely football. a good
2: buffer. Yeah,
1: it's, it'll keep my attention. You know, I work on Saturday, so I won't watch the Saturday games, but I'll watch the Sunday games. I'll pop on and yeah. and see. And then when the playoffs come, I'll definitely be uh, paying attention to that.
3: Well, they play like what fifteen minute quarters, fourth quarters, or four quarters? Like same same rules? It's NFL? they have they have a couple of
2: different rule sets. We'll have to figure it out. But I know they have some different rules. I also know that uh, I think they're. Going to be partnered with the NFL in a sense to where mm-hmm. like they're also going to try rules that the NFL might want to try in the XFL yep. as well. So which is that's smart. something I like. Really so uh, Yes, yes, yes. I thought do that in the preseason or you have like a little G League. You try that stuff yep. in. You know the NBA. The NBA's done good having a G League to where they can try that those specific things in, try mm-hmm. some specific rule t- changes in. Like we saw, like the the coaches challenge, yep. uh, made a big a big start in it. You know, we found out how it worked in the G League first before they put it in the NBA. So yeah. Yeah. even in minor league baseball, they have the pitch clock through a
1: lot of yep. those, and it's yep. worked really well. Like I went to a yep. mi- I went to a single A baseball game where I live, and they had the pitch clock last year, and it was really cool to see. So it's smart, yeah. it's a smart move.
0: Yeah. Now you did talk about XFL. I actually pulled up on my phone quick little points about it. So for uh, scoring wise, after a touchdown, you get three options. Oh, that's you go right. Two yard line, it's one point. Five-yard line, two points. Ten-yard line, three points. They are doing 35-second play clock. Uh, The clock stops after first downs after two minutes of each half. Oh, I like that. They're doing the kickoffs from the 35-yard line. The return team will line up at the 30. So it's only a five-yard gap between the two teams on kickoffs. I got to see that.
1: Yep. I That's want to see how that. Be works.
0: Nuts to see. I yeah, I got to see how that one works. Um so after you score the ball, you can either do an onside kick to, you know, uh, continue or, or the, the pass play. Or the fourth and 15 from the 25 yard line to keep the ball. If you make that, you continue with the ball and keep going. This <laughs> one is going to be weird, but there's a double forward pass. Yeah. So if you make a forward pass behind the line of scrimmage, that player could
2: then throw it another forward pass i don't hate that at all i don't hate it at nice. all I, I don't hate that rule like as long as it's behind the line of scrimmage i don't think as long yeah. as you're progressing the ball any sort of forward like what what's what's the hate of just passing the ball behind the line of scrimmage once it touches over then you can hate it but i don't I, I, that's i'm fun. excited i'm curious how long it's
1: gonna take before we see the double pass is it gonna be like the first game first couple of games because that's yeah, game. not, that's gonna, gonna be the first game someone already
2: has a play lined up yeah. <laughs> Um,
0: their overtime is going to be alternating attempts from the five-yard line. You get three attempts so call, per like team, college-ish? two points per okay. score. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a little different than the NFL, but I'm, I'd probably tune in just to see what it looks like and see would that work in the NFL or not. But, um, but yeah, so, like I said, nice long episode. I feel like we could do final thoughts here and then – Call it a night. So you guys have anything you want to add or?
3: No, I'm tired, man. <laughs> 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 Woo, hungry too. So. Yeah. Uh, I
0: Jane, mean, no. Was,
3: I mean, I'm gonna say the same crap I say, same, same shit I say every day. It's That's good right. week, good good show. I mean, nice long show. I mean, good content. Yeah. Got the comms room
1: booming. Freddie hopped on. You know what
3: I'm saying? So it's like yeah. Yeah. it's always cool when Freddie hops on, man. So.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. It was a great show. Uh, glad to be a part of it again. And, and just you know, it's a bummer the football's gone, but just that Super Bowl. Watch those highlights. It was sure. it's one of the best ones we've had in a long, long time. And uh, just yeah, it, just a great Super Bowl. Great show. Glad to be a part of it. Yeah. yeah. Well,
3: before it we done goes, uh, how did y'all like the halftime show?
0: I've seen so much about this halftime show, and I'm just, I'm just gonna say this: <laughs> all the people who are like. Oh, man, she had no energy. I mean, she was pregnant. She's obviously not going to do all the dance moves. The People talking about lip syncing. You name me an artist who doesn't lip sync during a halftime show, other than probably Prince, which...
3: The Weeknd did, didn't lip sync. He sung that shit. His natural voice. I mean, okay.
0: Also. But it's like a lot of them... This, so. Yeah, a lot of... you I'm not yeah. going to kill her for that either. You know, she played her little set list recognize see i see i like i the,
3: was pissed saying uh like needed me like you
1: need
0: me i mean <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say for the last moment she cut that up
1: sure for for the lip sync it may not have also been her call because a lot of times the nfl the halftime show they have such a limited time to get the set in order they're like hey, we don't have like 30 time minutes. for a sound check we can't do a sound yeah. check if you remember, yeah. it was a long time where the Red Hot Chili Peppers were in the the halftime show, and their the guitars weren't uh, plugged into anything because the NFL said, "Hey, you, we don't have time for a sound check. We don't want to risk something going wrong and sounding bad. So you're just gonna play along." And they caught a ton of crap for that.
2: That very well could have been a similar thing uh, last night with Rihanna. We just exactly. don't know exactly. You you got to remember, like you got. Got thirty minutes, like in. I did you, like you, I did any like, any 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 other second past like that. Thirty minutes is is bad. I, so did, like to, I did like I did
3: like the set that she was in the air, but with her being pregnant, although
0: platforms now. and stuff was it, it was, was like Super cool Smash touch. Brothers. Yeah, I, I, that's <laughs> a, that's all I could see. I thought that yeah, was hilarious. It, it was, it was, yeah, like the little platforms. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I'll say is any Super Bowl
1: halftime show, no matter how good or how bad it is, it's always going to become a meme. Yep. It's yep, it and memes everywhere. Always does.
0: Yeah. All right, so. All right. Since you, yeah, this, it was, good. It was uh, good. halftime show out there. Who who would you want to see next year?
2: Well, it's gonna be man, in I Vegas, though. Mm.
0: They gotta go big. It's Vegas.
2: Drake. I don't. I don't care who they do. I'm not really too iffy on it, man. I just I'm there for the football. But when do like when do they announce it? Like, don't they announce it, like after the football or like man, random times? Whenever they figure yeah, it out. Uh, whenever they need a good think, spike in NFL see,
1: activity. Yeah.
2: After they get a bit, after after a game with a bad call,
1: season, like. <laughs> some way I to know, just calm them the bad news.
0: Yeah, we'll probably hear some rumors about people in talks like over the summer, but I think around the first couple of weeks of the season, we might. That's hear intu- it's gonna be Drake
3: gonna be. and then Twenty One Savage saying that um that the her loss song
2: uh, first set like. Who knows, man? I mean, it's gonna be
3: biggest, so it's gonna be something someone big. So Drake's yeah, don't, big. They'll
2: so. do something big. It, yeah, they got a new fancy billion-dollar stadium. They're They're their Star, Super they Super Bowl. Yep. They they got yeah, they gotta do something. They will. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, Drake's the name you'll obviously hear a lot about. I mean, who do
1: y'all want? I mean, I didn't say anything. I don't. I'm like Dylan. Like it's just you know whoever. Like last year's was really cool because I had all the throwbacks when I was younger. But mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. most of the time, I'm. You know, getting getting get my second round of food, yeah, and uh, yeah. you know, using the bathroom. finally
2: using the restroom because you <laughs> don't <laughs> want to miss anything from the first yep. half, like everything <laughs> like that. Like.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm all about as long as they entertain me, I don't care who it is. You know, I'm, yeah, just in terms of like a, music you that you I like it. listening to, I will listen to almost anything. So if did we get someone this year? Did she, did she entertain yeah, this year? I mean, okay. the, the song she picked, I was like, oh, cool. The dancers were. Now she did lip sync. I think She did lip sync the first song, but she
3: kind of she she sung like the other other songs
0: yeah. on the set. Yeah, I'm, I'm, lip syncing doesn't necessarily bother bother me unless you're gonna pull like Ashley Simpson at SNL, where she was like on a completely different wavelength from the track and was like just kind of stood there and did her own thing if it turns into that then i have an issue but i I it looks
2: very off kilter like it'd be different if you're a bad lip-syncer if you're bad then everyone has a complaint but if you know what you're doing like it doesn't it's kind of hard who cares
0: yeah
2: right yeah
0: it it didn't it didn't ruin the night for me like i'm seeing something oh Oh my god that's super that halftime show was terrible it's like
2: and and the and the people Parts who are saying that men. are only the people who watch it for the halftime show. So it's like yeah. that's that's what you get for expecting a football company to produce a proper halftime show. Like we hit people. We like well, we like talking about people who hit people, like that this is what you get.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it'll be all right. Plus, you're not gonna please everybody anyway with halftime shows, so yeah. exactly. Yeah.
2: Always be more crowd. Take
0: it for whatever. Yeah. Because always that crowd, like, oh just put a marching band up there. All right. Oh, uh, nope. nope. Have fun with that. Nope. Or they'll name like some rock band with like everybody's 95 years old. Okay. I mean, they want to put them up there. I'll watch I mean, it. I might if you want to give them their I'll final
2: concert, that's okay. <laughs> it's like As
1: long as they entertain. As long yeah, as they entertain. That's, that's, that's all I care Better, better have the
0: caskets right, well.
3: ready. <laughs> Oh man! on that note. <laughs> I think we have to end on that note.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not hey, I'm not gonna come with a joke better than that one. Hey, he <laughs> said he said 95, they're out there rocking like <laughs> rocking and it right.
3: right. If it was like A like DC did not nah, keep it on the stage, man. Thunderstruck.
0: <laughs> some, of those rock, some of those rock guys, they can they can Ow! still do it. Ow!
2: In the middle of oh no, no! Now we now we got <laughs> Jordan singing. Now we got to. End. Yeah. Now we got to. End. We got to um, get that
1: mute button for Jordan.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh,
1: hey, that's our real thing of voice.
0: Oh,
3: bye, man.
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean, this is America Got Talent. We're not gonna say judging. am judging. But uh, so, so another big three episode in the books. Um, yeah, I will say that next week we'll probably get back to a mock draft. I think we will probably do maybe the first round one where we'll just pick for every team because I know Dylan brought that up. We'll probably do that new one next week. We'll get back to the mock draft series.
5: Mm-hmm. But
0: um yeah, we'll definitely have a lot to talk about. Like I said, XFL and NBA. I'm sure there'll be a lot of crazy stuff going with a lot of the trades. Now we'll see the players on their new teams. So we'll talk about all that as well. Yep. Uh appreciate everybody who's in the chat. Appreciate Freddie hopping on. Giving his Freddy facts, as he calls them, and then hopping off. But um, another great show. Hopefully, you guys, you know, hit the like button, subscribe. A lot of great shows on the network. A lot of big things happening on the network. So make sure you do tune into the other shows and other people. Uh, Articles as well. You know, that's a big thing we're pushing as well for this year. But uh, for Jake, Dylan, Jordan, and myself, we'll tell you good night. Enjoy the rest of your Valentine's Day. You know, with your significant other. And we will see you next week, seven o'clock. And we are out of here. All right.